Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Tonight, we're debating the war in Ukraine, and we are starting right now. With Infrared and Jackson's opening statement, thanks so much, gentlemen, for being with us. The floor is all yours. Okay, so when it comes to the formation of, this is the first context I want to establish. When it comes to the formation of military alliances, uh, this actually extends beyond the bounds of the sovereignty within a state's own territory. Uh, Countries have an obligation to be cognizant of the geopolitical, geographic, and historical and civilizational realities that their own sovereignty is situated within. And this is specifically um, recognized by um, organizations, organizations like the OSCE, according to which Ukraine being a member, one country, according to its founding document at least, one country's security cannot be strengthened at the expense of the security of another state. So what the OSCE establishes is that it's not just that states are just completely, totally free to just do whatever they want in terms of making security alliances and in terms of how they construct their militaries and position themselves geopolitically, there's a very delicate balance of power and security within Europe. And everyone who's committed to actually preserving long-term peace, uh, which is what the OSCE is actually about, uh, has to be recognized the fact that there needs to be a balance of security. There needs to be a security architecture that ensures that um, there is a fair distribution of security across the continent. When this balance is tipped in one direction or the other, it creates a situation of instability and uh, geopolitical uncertainty and leads to the conditions that ultimately could lead to to war and to conflict. So one has to keep this in mind when one is bringing up the issue of uh, the sovereignty of states. States should have a right to self-determination and states uh, should have the right to be sovereign but they should also be cognizant of the geopolitical and geographic realities within which they reside uh, so as to not create circumstances that upset the balance of security and the security architecture. So uh, I'll give it to Jackson now. Yeah, so the next point that I think is really important is to actually, and I would like to uh, hear Dylan and Destiny respond to this when they talk, is to address when did this conflict begin or if, you know, war, when did this war begin? The war began and they refused to call it a war. Ukraine, the Ukrainian government refused to call it a war for eight years because they wanted to have IMF loans and you can't give IMF loans to a country that's at war. But the war began after the 2014 coup that took place uh, on the heels of the uh, Maidan protest, which began in all honesty Uh, Without U.S. backing, I mean, there was a a plurality of people within uh, Ukraine that were frustrated over the fact that, uh, you know, there was not going to be EU membership for Ukraine. Um, And I guess there was going to be a delay in the decision um, and those protests began. And then eventually they decided that they were not going to take the unfair, uh, you know, deal that the EU offered them. Um, they knew that these neoliberal policies that would be inflicted upon them, upon uh, the EU, EU deal, would have hurt them much more than uh, opening up trade partnerships more with Russia would have helped them. Um, so upon these protests, the U.S., uh, you know, began to 
infiltrate the movement. Uh, U.S. politicians began, uh, you know, working with uh, agencies on the ground, U.S. front agencies on the ground, like the National Endowment for Democracy. Uh, Victoria Newland even boasted about the fact that, you know, they funneled five, I think it was $5 billion. We'll discuss the details of the U.S. involvement in the coup uh, later on in the debate, I'm sure. Uh, but lots of money came in to these U.S. agencies on the ground to actually hijack the Maidan protests. Upon hijacking the Maidan protests, uh, violence broke out. Um, this was dissimilar to the 2004 color revolution that the U.S. also played a part in uh, surrounding the 2004 elections, which Yanukovych was also involved in. Initially reported that he won, uh, though international Western aligned uh, agencies claimed that these elections were marred with uh, with uh, corruption and discrepancies and irregularities in the vote. The uh, election was overturned then, and um, you know Yanukovych didn't see the presidency until his uh, second run. But um, after being elected, you know, uh, during these Maidan protests, U.S. In became involved. They led a coup upon the democratically elected government of Yanukovych, and after that, uh, you know, coup on the democratically elected government of Yanukovych. We saw the eight-year war begin, um, and that's the next point I want to make. It's insane to assume that uh, this war began, you know, within the past two weeks. Everyone knows that there was shelling, there was fighting in the Donbass region. Uh, the question is, when did that begin? It began directly after the coup, uh, thanks to the Western-aligned leader that was put into power. Now, these Western-aligned leaders that were put into power uh, have deep ties to the, you know, nationalist far right, uh, you know, uh, factions, radical factions within both the Ukrainian military and the Ukrainian uh, political apparatus. Uh, there's over 80 far right, you know, uh, military militias and battalions within Ukraine. Some of the most notable uh, include, of course, the Azov Battalion, which is one of the primary forces that has been waging uh, asymmetrical warfare upon the people of Donetsk and Luhansk, who they themselves took votes to recognize their independence, um, which was not uh, which was not uh, you know granted by Russia or Ukraine or Western states uh, for many years. Uh, though Vladimir Putin did come out and say that he respected the legality or the legality, the outcome of the elections, but he didn't actually recognize them as independent states at the time, uh, up until you know just this month. So, all in all, this conflict didn't begin uh, this week. It began during the Maidan coup. Um, asymmetrical warfare was waged against the people of Donetsk and Luhansk. In the past three years of the conflict, which is all I have been able to find data for, maybe Dylan or Destiny can provide more evidence, but uh, according to the United Nations, 81.4% of the civilian casualties in the Donbass war uh, came on the side of the Donbass, civilians dying there. Uh, and at the end of the day, uh, Russia you know, was very, very restrained. They tried to engage in peace deals surrounding the Minsk Accord and bring peace to the region. Uh, like it or not, think it's fair or not, he did do that for eight years. Um, and in that entire time, everything I just mentioned was taking place. And these Western aligned leaders that controlled the government for different stretches of time over these uh, over this 
over this period, um, have made a continued effort to try and join NATO, which Vladimir Putin has continuously said, and I agree, would be a direct threat to their security. You got it. Thank you very much for those openings, Infrared and Jackson Hinkle. Want to let you know, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And second, before I kick it over to Destiny and Dylan for their opening, if you happen to have a question, feel free to fire it into the old live chat. 100% of Super Chats tonight are going to Worldwide Orphans, and you can also tag me with at Modern Day Debate in the live chat to submit a question as well. Thanks so much, Destiny and Dylan, for being with us. The floor is all yours for your openings as well. So <clears throat> Putin has been saying, it's been quoted as saying, said multiple times that the greatest geopolitical catastrophe in the last century has been the collapse of the Soviet Union. I think if we look at the actions of Putin, not just in Ukraine, but in other countries and other states within Russia around the world, I think we can see that Putin's goal is to rebuild some sort of new body that resembles the lost Soviet Union. Whether that's going to be the Union state that includes Belarus, Russia, and perhaps some future Ukraine or not remains to be seen based on how well the Ukrainians can resist Russian aggression. But it seems pretty clear that Putin has a huge drive to rebuild what he sees as one of the, um, as I guess his fond memory of the, of the Soviet Union. The idea that uh, in, in terms of individual claims, I guess we'll start going through the history, but I mean, almost everything you said is, is either half wrong or just completely wrong. The idea that Europe was offering them an unfair deal, one of the biggest reasons why they required that EU deal was because Russia themselves began to put blockades on certain imports for Ukraine just because they thought that the president was looking towards the European Union for a deal. Um, the idea that the Russian deal was better when the European deal would have just allowed them access to the markets while the Russian deal was literally a, um, an exclusive deal that would have forbade them from trading into other markets is hilariously stupid. Um, the idea that this conflict began in 2014 is also just completely wrong. There have been foreign policy experts, I can find papers back since 2010, claiming that Crimea was under threat of invasion from Russia and it was invaded. Russia has been consistently working with disinformation campaigns among actual military aid to places like Donbass or Crimea. Um, since at least 2010, if not earlier, there's been a long and a rich history of corruption in Ukraine, whether we're talking about people that used to actually be in the Soviet party that became leaders of Ukraine, or we're talking about people that more or less wanted to be Putin stooges later on, like, um, <clears throat> like uh, Yanukovych or Yanukovych. Um, I guess we'll get into the individual history of any of these particular things, but um yeah, that's uh, the, the idea right now today that Russia is somehow justified in their aggression and their taking over of any of the Ukrainian territory, um, whether that's when they took over Crimea in 2014, whether that's the eastern territories that they're trying to take over now or the rest of Ukraine that they're trying to take over. I think it's just absolutely absurd. Uh, I would echo something that Haas said in the very beginning of the debate, that one country's security cannot be increased at the expense of another. That's a hilarious statement coming from somebody trying to defend the neo-imperialism of the wannabe Soviet Union. Uh, and I'm curious how you guys will defend this in the conversation coming forward. Okay, so I guess the best thing to do would be start with, um, I guess I'll start in 2004, since I know more about like recent Ukrainian history. So the Orange Revolution, which uh, I respect the Ukrainian people for taking power into their own hands to stop an election that was stolen, as was confirmed by the Ukrainian court system in 2004. 
and you, we call it a coup, or it was a coup of Viktor Yanukovych. What was failed to mention is that after the Ukrainian courts decided that there was large-scale fraud committed on behalf of Viktor Yanukovych in 2004, is that there was a revote. And after the revote was done, once international monitors were now involved in the situation, uh, that's when Viktor Yanukovych lost the 2004 election. And so the Orange Revolution, that is usually uh, cited here as a coup, what is not mentioned is just like in the 2014 coup, there is an election after both of these instances. In 2004, there was a revote, And in 2014, after Viktor Yanukovych was impeached, he then fled the country and there was another democratic election where somebody was democratically elected. There was also another election in 2019 where Zelensky won with about 73% of the vote. Uh, I respect the Ukrainian people and taking the power in their own hands to take back their democracy in both instances. I would also like to talk about, uh, we're talking about, I know both of these people uh, care about sovereignty a lot here. Uh, in both instances, both in 2004 and 2014 and before it, the Russian state has meddled in the affairs of Ukraine on multiple occasions, fomenting corruption, uh, directly getting involved in elections, and directly getting involved with Ukrainian politicians and basically sponsoring them on behalf of the state. They have gotten involved in the affairs of Ukraine, and it's not that surprising that you're going to see protests against politicians like Viktor Yanukovych, and you're going to see the Orange Revolution in 2004 when a foreign state meddles in the internal affairs of another state. So it's strange for me to hear all this concern about America uh, interfering in the internal affairs of the Ukrainian government in 2014, when there was so much of it going on ever since the creation of, uh, ever since Ukraine voted with over 90% of the vote to separate from Russia in the early 1990s. I would also like to cite, since it hasn't been brought up by anyone, uh, that Russia guaranteed in 1994 in the Budapest Memorandum to not invade uh, Ukraine after it gave up its nuclear weapons and to respect the nation's territorial integrity. I would also say the spirit of that was also violated when they meddled in the internal affairs of Ukraine in both 2004, 2014, and many other instances. Uh, besides that, I heard a lot about concern about the far right, uh, but I heard no concern about, for example, the Russian uh, National Unity Movement, which is a, a Russian neo-Nazi political and uh, militia group that is active under the arm of the Donetsk People's Republic. They are a neo-Nazi militia that has been fighting on behalf of the Donetsk People's Republic for a very long period period of time now. And so for me, this claim of denazification or this at all having to do with denazification is ridiculous to me. Not only are Nazis fighting on behalf of Russian-backed rebels, but there's also instances of, for example, Belarus, the leader of Belarus, which is involved in the conflict, praising Adolf Hitler, saying Germany reached its peak under Adolf Hitler. And not only that, but also we can talk about the Chechen fighters, for example. In Chechnya, they have put homosexuals in concentration camps. Now, I don't want to talk about the deep history of the gays in Nazi Germany, but if there's anything that is Nazi-esque, I would say putting homosexuals in concentration camp would solidly fall under that category. This doesn't even have to do with polling data when we talk about anti-Semitism between the two countries or the fact that the Azov Battalion's political party, which is something that's cited on multiple occasions, has not won a single seat in Ukraine's parliament. You can add the right sector as well. The right sector has not run a single seat in Ukraine's parliament either. Now, maybe if you add in the three finger party, you can get one seat out of 450. But this idea of the Ukrainian Nazi state that's being taken on by the Russians is ridiculous when the Russian government and the republics that Vladimir Putin has recognized is fighting with neo-Nazis. It's simple that the Slavs of Europe obviously have a bad memory with neo-Nazis, and it's really easy to convince your 
population that the enemy is bad if you call them all Nazis. If in this debate I said, uh, you know, my two opponents here are neo-Nazis, it would justify me being uh, extremely uh, terrible towards both of them because nobody likes Nazis as long as you're a normal person. Uh, we can probably get into specifics of uh, U.S. involvement in 2014 uh, and the like labeling of as a coup. We can get uh, more into the Budapest memorandum. I'm hoping to get more into that, but I'll just end my statement there for now. I would also like to add on amend to Dylan's statement that I would like to congratulate the neo-Nazi country of Ukraine for being the first country outside of Israel to have its two highest level political positions held by Jewish people, which is an amazing achievement for a supposedly well, because, because neo-Nazi Opening statements. Oh, you, you oh my good opening wait, statement. Wait, you can, I was wait, wait, they wait, do, hold on one sec. Gentlemen, gentlemen, trying. they do it. There, there are still five minutes left for. Yeah. Thank you. you. Well, you if we're going to play. Oh, yeah, now we got. I, I do, do want to say okay, oh, yeah, go that for it, it yeah. isn't that surprising that these people couldn't respect the rules of uh, rules of debate <laughs> when the Russians are not respecting the rules of war in multiple cities across Ukraine. Sorry. Almost as though they were trying to improve the their opening statement by violating the security of ours. Unbelievable. I hate it. All right. So I'm going to use the mute button liberally tonight just because i really seriously want this to be a, a fruitful conversation so i agree any Thank last you. words from destiny and dylan in terms of that opening uh last word just for context before we get into uh debating the ethics of the azov battalion this is a fighting force of maybe 2,500 people of whom 10 to 20 percent are supposedly neo-nazis out of ukrainian army that has over 200,000 active military personnel the idea that ukraine is some hotbed of neo-nazi activity is just hilarious having both a prime minister and a president that are jewish like it's it's one of the biggest driving forces that putin uses to try to push his population against ukraine it's absolutely pure propaganda all right i think we're are we good here dylan i've got a few more minutes anything else you want to um i mean i could just list off uh like russian war crimes in ukraine uh <laughs> since they talked about that uh the targeting of civilians and kurasan <laughs> the targeting of i mean he's laughing uh demented as usual mm -hmm. um targeting of civilians all across ukraine since you uh, address me you're full of shit on, they're not do I, I, can, oh! I can i can address all i want my goodness see oh, he's I, laughing I can I, I can comment you, on that if you have, want. There is there are about three minutes and fifteen seconds left for Destiny. Dude, tell him to stay on topic. Don't don't make comments directed at me, Pillsbury. I can. It's a debate. It's a debate. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't make comments directed at you. Do you want to just, just think, make long wait, speech follow up the long speech? Do you think speech? Do you think it would be would it be considered a war crime when um Yushchenko, uh didn't that guy say that he was really crazy? He had like Agent Orange poisoning or whatever. <laughs> that, uh, that, that was kind of a random thing when he was running against Yushchenko. This is kind of strange. Right, I'm sorry. When he's running against uh, Yanukovych, that was kind of a little weird, strange. But, a little strange. I mean, but you know. I might randomly, look, you know. Hey, hey, hey. Amongst, it's a little uh, strange, all the journalists. Wait, what the? Look, look at that. Look at that. Just can't stop. See, again, more evidence that uh, pro-Russian uh, individuals in this conflict just can't follow rules of engagement. Anyway, a civilian, uh, critical civilian infrastructure has been targeted in Maripol. Civilians have been bombed in Kurasan again and again and again. Kindergartens have been targeted. NGOs like Amnesty International Ooh, brought off right now of in violation of the Geneva Convention. I believe that the largest nuclear reactor in the world has been hit multiple times. It is currently on that's fire. That's true. That's happening in right now. Actually, true. Well, we don't have reports yet. I think I saw an RT article saying Ukrainians themselves were shooting handguns at it in order to. Uh, foment like false did you did we uh, check to yeah. see if there was a swastika on the side of the nuclear reactor it could be a nazi nuclear there reactor. was a picture of a swastika James, that was released by russian anymore, state media but it later came out that it was part of call of duty war at war so it was anymore that was the end of our opening statement we rest our case all right want to let you know folks 
As mentioned, if it's your first time here, Modern Day Debate is a neutral channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button as we have many more debates coming up. And want to let you know our guests are linked in the description if you'd like to hear more. Last about, but not least, gentlemen, really, during this open conversation, I really do need you to work with me. It really does have to be that you're not speaking over each other because that, of course, thwarts our own purpose of having the debate if people can't hear people because they're speaking over each other. So we're going to go into open conversation. The floor is all yours. Well, where do we want to start, gentlemen? Um, I'll start since you guys just went by responding to, I mean, there's a a whole lot to pick through there. But uh, Dylan did make the inflammatory claim that... uh, that Yanukovych was impeached. And um, despite the fact that Dylan claims to be an expert on the matter, yada, 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 foreign policy expert, he seems to have lost out the fact that Yanukovych was actually not uh, impeached per the constitutional requirements in Ukraine. In this fact, is a, I'll let you finish. this is finish. this. Well, let me finish because you happen to not know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, he needed there needed to be three fourths of the parliament to guarantee an impeachment, and they did not reach that. Uh, they did not get those three quarter votes in order to impeach uh, Yanukovych. And uh, the Supreme Court and the constitutional courts were not involved, they did not recognize this as an impeachment. Um, I believe it was the following day, or maybe two days after, Yanukovych decided that. His life was under threat and he was going to flee to the second largest city in Ukraine. He did. He fled by uh, by helicopter. And there was actually reports. The reason why he fled by helicopter is because there was reports that there was going to be a, uh, you know, act of violence upon him committed by these far right wing forces that were trying to lead this coup. And in fact, upon his, um, you know, his his uh, the series of cars that were supposed to be carrying him off to Kharkov when he was leaving, when in fact he was in a helicopter, they were fired upon by snipers. So uh, he was not uh, he was not impeached. There was no constitutional requirement. They didn't get enough votes. So I don't know why you said that. Well, number one, it is a debate that is ongoing in Ukraine, whether he was legally or not legally impeached. This has been... <laughs> okay, you could continue to... Okay, you continue to laugh. So why did okay. you say that he so was? You didn't, you didn't let me. You didn't let me. You didn't let me finish. Okay, it's an ongoing constitutional debate on whether he was legally or non-legally impeached. Obviously, why is there a debate? Pro- Hold on. Let's yeah, just what's give the a minute debate or two. James, just James. a minute or two for Dylan to respond. Okay, it is a ongoing legal debate within Ukraine, and I honestly, I am going to appeal to the legal scholars in Ukraine, which said that he was constitutionally impeached. I'm going to appeal to them because I'm not a legal expert, and I know Jackson Hinkle, you're not a legal expert as well. But I do want to bring up here for a second that this is probably the first time I've ever seen Jackson in favor of a of a regime change war. And can They're we also talk about way? Let me appeal to the scientists. We'll give you thirty Let seconds. Me, I got to give you thirty well, seconds, and then we got to kick okay. it over. Haz, if you want to talk about science for a second, can we talk about the claim you made that the Ukrainian government was working with the American government to make bioweapons that would target Russian DNA? Uh, there have been reports that the biolabs that are operating within Ukraine, that the Ukrainian government is allegedly solely operating, were indeed collect. This is an allegation by the Russian embassy, and I'm going to appeal. Do you to have the, any evidence? I, well, I'm going to appeal to the experts at the Russian ah, embassy. Who are so you have in, uh, okay? So you well, so yeah, I'm just like just I'm going to appeal to the scholars on um, military. Uh, Threats, the military apparatus of the Russian foreign ministry. I'm going to appeal to the scholars of uh, the Russian military 
who I trust them. I'm not an expert in uh, the intel that all they okay. have. And all which scientist has backed that up? Any scientist? Those are Russian military ex uh, foreign relations experts, and they know what's going on. They have the intel. It's the GRU. I don't know which what which have. ones. Which ones? Which, okay, okay. which legal then which legal scholars uh, in so, particular? So my yeah, question: yeah, Which so legal is, is scholars are arguing that the impeachment was legal? Then so you're fine with me appeal. So my it's pro, it's a problem for me to appeal to legal scholars, but it's not it, it's a problem for you to. Do I'm that. just or applying the same, the same standard thing? you're applying to me. But you were laughing when I was doing that as if it was yeah, a ridiculous thing to do, but you're standard. doing the same. So it's I'm okay. Applying the same standard. So then All we I can, can say is that mm-hmm. uh, the, I don't believe that the Russian uh, foreign ministry would be lying about this. I so you do believe. OK, could how would that be done exactly? How would you target Russian DNA with biochemical weapons? How would that work? Definitely considering. Wait, you, don't, made, you don't know that. There's, wait, 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 wait. You don't know wait, that me, there's biological weapons. Let me finish. Let me finish. You don't know that. Let me finish. Hold on one second. To be fair, hold on, gentlemen. Wait, do you not know that? OK, look at him. You don't know that's a thing. Let me finish. Guys, seriously, just, just to be fair to Infrared, I, I, you did ask him a question. I want to give him a chance to answer that last question, Dylan. I promise I'll kick it right back to you. Okay. Yeah, finally, uh, you don't know that that's a thing, that there's biological weapons that are being developed that sp- target the specific DNA of specific peoples, that the U.S. was accusing China of developing this and vice versa for China. You don't know about that whole thing? My problem is it's very difficult for Putin on one hand to talk about the united, like, the history of both Ukraine and Russia and to have the amount of, like, relations between yeah. Ukraine and what? Yeah, we know and they share Ukraine. DNA. Yes. So, how are you going to make biochemical weapons that target Russians? Ask but there's them. no there's no evidence for this. Well, can can we actually can we just there's ask no, a more reasonable question? Wait, no don't you evidence. think it's why, why do we why would we trust the Russian state media who is trying to it's not con, the state like, media fabricate it's, uh, the Russian embassy? Let's let's, let's which give is a, which is thirty seconds, and we'll kick it over to you and Fred yeah. or Jackson. So, if I were to try to tell you that I know that Iraq has weapons of mass destruction because the U.S. State Department. This was not the which, pretext for oh, Russia. Oh, my God. Wait, is there an echo in my Was that my voice guys, echoing? Gentlemen, because it's pivoting. This so is this was not the pretext the for its special operations, so it's infrared. not a relevant debate. We have to. It's off just, topic. I promise. I, Destiny, infrared. you started I, this debate bitching okay, about not being this, off topic. Apparently, and this is we off. have to. So I, I hate to do this. Just let's give another 30 seconds to Destiny. We'll come right back to infrared. Okay, I just I don't understand because I don't think the Kremlin Gremlin would be happy if I were to cite the U.S. State Department when the United right, States is trying to enact no, not, like a unilateral have... war against another country. I don't think I'd be able to say, well, the okay, United States not... has this thing. You would need no, some sort want... of like external European of... Union body or UN body or somebody uh, looking into something. Uh, so for no, Russia that's James, trying not... to justify right, a this... unilateral invasion of a country to say that like, well, their embassy said that this was a bioweapon. I don't think that's a good I don't think that's fair. I feel bad for you, Jackson. Yeah. If this infrared, you got to do me a favor. You can't if you're gonna unmute yourself. Come on, you got to work with me here. Oh, but so I'm gonna I'm gonna take his insults and not uh, respond. Right. We're not gonna play this game. You can insult me, he's but just do it in his, your time. He's gonna, he's gonna sit his little bitch can. ass gnome ass down and fucking put some respect on this, or I am gonna fucking cut him off. Now, if this was the pretext for Russia's special military operation, you would be right. We would need that evidence to be provided. But that's not the fucking pretext for the special military operation. It's another type of allegation, the details of which have not been disclosed to the fucking public. So arguing about it is fucking pointless. You want to know my fucking opinion? I trust that they wouldn't make this up because they don't Mm -hmm. need to because they have plenty uh, enough 
such as the fact that the Ukrainian government is infiltrated by anti-Russian neo-Nazi forces. And we're going to talk about that, actually. You said that because Zelensky is Jewish and that there's Jewish representation in the Ukrainian government, that there couldn't possibly be neo-Nazi sympathies rampant in the Ukrainian ruling elite. I never said that there weren't neo-Nazi well, sympathizers. There the might question. be sympathizers, let's but that's not that's not what question. your initial First allegation all, was. Was mm-hmm. Nazism solely defined by anti-Semitism? No, it was primary. Anti-Semitism, actually, was just a subset of of the pan-European supremacism that defined Nazism. They they were anti-Semitic because they considered Jews to be foreign to Europe, right? The main thrust actually was targeted toward Russians who were considered Asiatic and Slavs to the East in general. Wait, who? They wanted to enslave and exterminate the Russians too and the Slavs too. Who who the fuck asked? Nobody cares. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. No, it does. Because the fact that Zelensky is Jewish doesn't fucking mean that the Ukrainian government can't have neo-Nazi sympathies. Stepan Bandera, who is a Nazi collaborator during World War II, is widely celebrated in Ukraine by the Ukrainian government. They're putting monuments by him. They're putting his pictures up during Maidan. He's been exonerated and he's been rehabilitated, despite the fact that he was a fucking Nazi collaborator. Now, if you can't square that consistency with the fact that Zelensky is Jewish, you should go as Zelensky himself why he's the head of a state that is celebrating a Nazi collaborator despite so, him being of the Jewish background. So are you saying that the Russian Nazis like Jews? They're fine with Jews? I mean, the Ukrainian Nazis. They're fine with Jews? They're like pro-Jew Nazis? That's a question you should raise to them. And well, to no, I'm the, ask, uh, well, I'm asking you. I'm not. I'm raising the yeah. question to you. They may they may harbor anti-Semitic views, but as far as I'm not concerned, there is nothing, in, there is nothing impossible about the idea of Western Ukrainian who are from Jewish descent to also have neo-Nazi sympathies themselves. Okay. Having sympathies for somebody that might have Nazism been a national hero. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to interrupt you. We've given you a good amount of time. We, mm. Let's kick it over to Steven. And then Jackson, just so, after after Steven, just in case mm-hmm. Jackson has anything too. So this is like Nazi prop or not Nazi propaganda. It's hard to tell the difference. This is like a Putin propaganda 101. Okay. So the original claim was that the government was full of like neo-Nazis. It and is. now it's shift. It is. Infra. Am I done talking? Holy shit. Now the claim is moved all the way back to, well, there is a hero that was pretty inarguably a neo-Nazi that some people in Ukraine celebrate. Not this is some, a totally not di- some totally the whole Ukrainian to- government. Totally. No, it's not. It's, he's an incredibly he is an incredibly divisive figure. And there is an incredibly divisive figure, even even in Western Ukraine. Okay. The United States. Am I, can I finish a fucking sentence? Holy shit. This isn't your Spencer debate where you're going to ramble for 12 fucking hours and letting me get a fucking word in, okay? I mean, I the, 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 the idea that just because somebody uh, worships some hero or some country said, oh, this guy was really important in our history means that the entire country is all of a sudden infested with neo-Nazis is no less true than when the United States celebrates any fucking hero that has a sordid history or has been racist or has been anti-Semitic or whatever else. The fucking United States took in Nazis after World War II in exchange for some of the scientific information they could give us. It doesn't make us Nazis. It doesn't make our government full of neo-Nazi sympathizers. If you want to make the argument that Ukraine has neo-Nazi sympathizers, then you need to show me neo-Nazi actions happening today in Ukraine, not trying to allude to some hero that uh, that uh, a prime minister, you know, in 2010 or whatever, decided to nominate as some fucking hero because of his history in Ukraine. You need to show me something current about that. What are the neo-Nazi activities that Ukraine is taking on today? Don't tell me who was nominated as a fucking national hero. 
that you're completely full of fucking shit. You just said that Stepan Bandera and was no incidentally and no you, a Nazi collaborator. His whole historical <laughs> significance was that he was a fucking Nazi collaborator. He has no significance outside I think, of that. I think, so no, I, think I can, like I think I can add some figure. context it's to this It's not like too. the inventor of the fucking telephone who happened to be a racist. This guy, his primary historical significance was being a Nazi collaborator who betrayed the uh, Soviet Union and was uh, attacking them on behalf of That's the fucking true. Nazi to exterminate the Slavic and Russian and Ukrainian peoples, uh, to create a westernized Ukrainian collaborator state. So you're completely full of fucking shit when it comes to that. Finally, you want to know about the neo-Nazi activities that are going on now and have been going on in the past eight years? Sure, it's the Azov Battalion, which is the vanguard of Ukraine's uh, military in the eastern Ukraine and in the Donbass, which is regularly attacking civilians, regularly shelling civilian infrastructure, regularly embarking on a campaign to slaughter and exterminate uh, the Russian peoples in eastern Ukraine. They co- they committed the uh, uh, massacre of Odessa back in the early days of the Maidan. All sorts of fucking neo-Nazi activities. They burned people alive. They've hung people. They've slaughtered people. They've made people disappear. Uh, if you want to talk about neo-Nazi activities in fucking Ukraine that are now in contemporary here, we have a whole host of fucking every single thing you just described. Modern day Russia. Some context. I want to I want to jump in. Crucified people. They crucified. None of that was neo-Nazi. It's not a neo-Nazi war crime. Listen, okay, listen, listen, you guys have all been, 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 been talking. Let me get in my two cents now, okay? So at the end of the day, the primary goal of the ideological inheritors of the organization for Ukrainian nationalists, which is the, the vanguard of fascism in Ukraine, this is the ideology, the radical faction within this organization, especially of Stefan Bandera. They are the people who are primarily responsible for the hundreds of thousands of, uh, you know, uh, Jewish, Polish and Russian deaths that took place during World War II when Western Ukrainian uh, ultranationalists and neo-Nazis were collaborating uh, with the with the actual uh, Nazis from Germany that were invading. Okay, so um, ideological inheritors of this ideology and, you know, Apologies for not being able to pronounce these names properly, but Ole Tianyabuk, who is the co-founder of Oleg Svoboda, he claims that he wants to purge Ukraine of uh, Jewish people and Russians. He was ranked the fifth most anti-Semitic political leader on the planet in 2012. It just so happens he was a people's deputy in Ukraine uh, up until 2002. But um, this guy right here, uh, who who was a co-founder of Svoboda, also co-founded this ultra-nationalist right-wing party with Andriy Parubi. He was the leader of the Euromaidan protests. He was the one that helped organize the violence that was inflicted upon the uh, what's assumed to be roughly 49, 50 individuals who died in the uh, massacres on February 20th of 2014 at Euromaidan. Uh, he was the speaker of one of the most recent parliaments, the chairs of one of the most recent parliaments in Ukraine, uh, he was the leader of the society to erect the Stefan Bandera monument in Ukraine. And he claims that Bandera was the most important person in Ukrainian history. So it's not just and I could, you know, I could go down a list here. You could Maxim Marchenko. Uh, uh, this individual, uh, Zelensky, replaced the civilian governor of Odessa, um, command, commander of the far right Adair uh, Battalion. You have uh, Viktor Yushchenko, who is president. 
he actually publicly, before leaving office, signed a decree stating that uh, for an unbreakable spirit of heroism, self-sacrifice, and the struggle of the independence of Ukraine, I'm granting a status of hero of Ukraine to Stefan Bandera. You can look at uh, you can look at tons of people. Andre Andrei Belitsky, uh, Ukrainian white nationalist. He was the co-founder of the Social National Assembly, first commander of the Azov Battalion. He's celebrated on TV shows. He was a big uh you know, part of the Maidan protests, you can go down the line. Many, uh, many, many uh, members of our, our uh, deputies of the 30 more seconds. Um, people's deputies of Ukraine, Def National uh, Security and Defense Council, secretaries, uh, all of these people within the Ukrainian uh, military and government have had some sort of an ideological either sympathy to or participation in a lot of these people have with neo-Nazism. OK, even and this is the last thing I'll say regarding neo-Nazism. Um, this is a this is a shocking video. There's a video of uh, some of the neo-Nazis uh, who helped organize and carry out the Maidan coup, who said, if not for the eight percent of neo-Nazis, the effectiveness of Maidan would have dropped by 90 percent. And these were the same people that were funded by uh, indirectly funded by uh, U.S. agencies on the ground, uh, like the National Endowment for Democracy. Last thing I'll say yeah, is uh, that was the Dylan, last one that Dylan you or Destiny. Though, yeah, yeah, real quick. So if, I, just if as the, a quick if the Azov are marginal, if the Azov Battalion is marginal, then why did Poroshenko in 2014 say they are our best fighters? Why did even the mainstream Western press report that, as far as Ukraine's eastern operations were concerned, the Azov Battalion the was of vital units? Why did the National right, Guard of Ukraine? That was the last question. I got to Yeah, we can't. We can't answer 400 questions. Just as a so like they made a post. So oh just a, yeah, just as a, like a real quick thing, okay? Like you can go back as, as much as you want, like 20 years ago when Ukraine was barely a country for 10 years and the country was still mired in corruption and try to say, well, these guys came from these parties that were like, blah, blah, blah. Like show me anti-Semitism in Ukraine, right? Ukraine is like one of the, the last parliament. Can I, can I, yeah, so where is the anti-Semitism in Ukraine? Where is the Nazism in Ukraine? You can't point to the civil war happening in the East and going civilians are dying. That's Nazism. Nazism isn't you can't, just you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't point towards people being killed extrajudiciously, people that are being invaded and genocided, people that are being deported from their lands. Because if you want to call that Nazism, then we just have to go over to the East and look at Putin. He's the biggest fucking Nazi alive right now. So the idea that that in and of itself qualifies as anti-Semitism when Ukraine is probably the least anti-Semitic country in Europe, according to the Ukrainian Jewish Center, or according uh, uh, to the Ukrainian Jewish encounter, at least, when you look at the fact that people in Poland are so eager and keen to take on um, people that are fleeing from Ukraine, like we, we don't see this mass persecution of Jewish people in Ukraine. We don't see any like rampant anti-Semitism in Ukraine. I, like you can go back all you want and point to like one hero that was nominated by an outgoing uh, prime minister, or you can, you know, point to these people that in the very beginning came from far right parties, but there's just no evidence today that there is this rampant anti-Semitism, this rampant Nazism in Ukraine. It doesn't exist. Where are you getting this idea that, that the only measurement of Nazism is anti-Semitism? Okay. Nazism was also right. Thank you yeah. very much. So there's also something that's really interesting here, and it's that Nazism seems to matter so much on one side. Nobody cares about the neo-Nazi militias fighting on side by side with Russian soldiers. Nobody even brings them up. The Russian National Unity Movement and the militias fighting on behalf of the Donetsk People's Republics. That isn't brought up. 
Why? Because those are inconvenient Nazis. Those are Nazis on the Russian side. People don't talk about the fact that we're talking about the Nazis are bad. Why are the Nazis bad? Obviously, because they put people in concentration camps and they slaughtered people and all the war crimes that he brings up. But the fact that the same people involved in putting homosexuals in concentration camps are right now within Ukraine fighting against the Ukrainian government, that isn't something of concern. I heard them laugh when I talked about Belarus, the Belarusian dictator, Lukashenko praising Adolf Hitler. These things are inconvenient facts because the problem is, right, and this is the fact of the matter, there are Nazis fucking everywhere across this conflict. But the problem is the people want to hype up the Nazis on one side to make them the Nazis because Slavic people have a terrible history with Nazis. If you can make your opponent the Nazis, then boom, they're the bad guys. Anything you do against them is justified. If I st- I could stand here and tell you that Russia is a Nazi state, I could bring up the fact that 5% of Ukrainians believe that Jews should not be allowed to be citizens, while 15% of Russians believe that thing. Almost triple that statistic. I could bring up the Lukashenko quotes about Hitler. I could bring up the gays being put in concentration camps in in Russian territory. I could bring up the neo-Nazis militias and say, so Russia is a Nazi state, but that would be dishonest. But I'm seeing that dishonesty from both of you right now trying to paint Ukraine, a Nazi state. And I don't even think Jackson and Infrared got their points in order. Jackson saying that they are anti-Semitic Nazis. Infrared saying that they these are Nazis who love the Jews. I, I can't even. I didn't that. fucking say that. <laughs> what I actually said was that the, oh, the emphasis on anti-Semitism may not be as strong as the emphasis on pan-European supremacism and racial exterminationism. And, but that's the fucking point. And moreover, the movement for national unity is not at all fucking relevant or prevalent within the they're fucking fighting. Donbass. It's they're no, fighting. What? Hold on. Yeah, they're nowhere near as relevant or proportional uh, to the fucking forces of the Russians that are fighting in the Donbass as is the Azov battalion. They're com- they're marginal. They're completely marginal. But the, the, the Chechens are fighting. The Chechens are right now a very important part of Russia's operation right now. You think the Chechens are working alongside these uh, totally Islamophobic uh, prevalent forces? No, they're yes. not prevalent. They're fucking completely marginal. And, these, uh, and if, they you, are. if you take no, into account not. the premise of what started this entire conflict back in 2014, the Euromaidan protests and the violence that ensued there, and the fact that it uh, was co-opted by these uh, coup leaders uh, that were Western-backed, um, you do have to acknowledge that the effort to, uh, you know, accomplish this and the success of the movement was led in great part thanks to Andre Perubi, um, who is the speaker of uh, one of the most recent parliaments and the chair, chair of the mo- one of the most speaker- recent parliaments in Ukraine. Uh, this is the guy who literally sparked the entire conflict. Another thing I heard you say that was even maybe uh, more damning than the fact that you falsely claimed that. Uh, you know, the president was impeached when he wasn't impeached was when you said that uh, you claimed that or maybe it was destiny. Actually, I might be um, I might be, you know, getting my quotes wrong. One of you said uh, that Crimea was illegally invaded by Russia. I would be I'd just be curious, like hear your uh, thoughts on that more and whether or not you respect the will of the Crimean people who voted in a referendum overwhelmingly to legally join the Russian Federation. Uh, 96.77% voted in favor of joining the Russian Federation. 
Was that after the invasion? 2.51 percent supported staying in Ukraine. Jackson, was that after Russia invaded Crimea? They held that referendum, right? I just want to get that. What do you you find? We can talk about the specifics. I I just wanted to hear yes or no. Was that Jackson? Was that was that the Russian? Was that the Russian referendum they held after they invaded Crimea? What do you find? Listen, what do you find as a Russian invasion? Because going back to 1804. There well, has no, been wait. Russian troops in Crimea. The invasion so of, of when they took over, when they invaded Crimea. Let me continuously invading Ukraine, despite the fact that they have had troops there since 18, 1804, then sure, we'll call it an invasion, but we both know it's not an invasion. The, the Crimeans declared their independence before the Russian invasion, just like the people in the Donbass did. Just like having, the troops, in the sta- having troops stationed in a port is not the same as taking the over the entire peninsula. Separated from the Ukrainian government. What's your evidence they the took Russians over the entire came. peninsula? Okay. Because there are plenty of videos on the ground of people saying uh, they are not threatening anybody. They're here peacefully. They who been who 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 has new, sovereignty right now over the Crimean new, Peninsula? I'm sorry. Can you, who has who has who owns favor? Who who administers right now to the region of the Crimean Peninsula? Peninsula. Is it the Ukrainian government? Yeah, or is it the Russian government? It's a part of the Russian Federation since they voted. Okay, so what does it mean to the Russian Federation? And they they voted. They voted that. Who held that referendum? Uh, The referendum was organized by the people of Crimea. Under who? It, it was a Russian organized referendum that had it was organized by the And I what actually happened? What actually happened? Pardon my interruption. Just just to be sure that. Jackson, did you feel like you had enough time to answer that last question from Stephen? Sure. Got you. Okay. And then I think, Stephen, you were asking. So a referendum that's not recognized by any other country in the world, including Ukraine, obviously. Why don't you want to recognize The idea that you could invade some part of a country and then hold a referendum there to see if those people want to stick with you or not. Even if if we granted all of that, that they did say yes, you can't just have populations referendum away parts of your country's sovereign territory to other invading nation states. That's just not how that works. Even if that was the case, even if that, I don't care what's interesting here, even if that was the case that doesn't work that way in any other part of the world yeah that's no, not what that's that's not what happened respect that that's way. Respecting, fucking the respecting the results listen, listen destiny one of the ways I, no no wait dude they hold on james seriously they can't just throw out like 50 minutes. million i didn't talk at all i didn't even answer your question i didn't even get to answer his question let me respond to what you said not to mention the fact that gentlemen you stop talking this but i do want to say dylan is there anything you want to clean up on behalf of destiny because we haven't heard yeah there's there's two things the first thing i wanted the first thing i wanted to bring up is that uh, I didn't hear from infrared really. He just said the Chechens are fighting the yes, but Chechens involved in putting homosexuals in concentration camp. That doesn't make them active. Nazis. Wait, 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 no, no, Nazis. listen, listen to me. Whether Even or if not, those wait, let me, fin- let me, fin- let me, fin- whether they're Nazis or not specifically doesn't matter. Because okay, then just say that. Let me finish. Let me finish. Then Jesus. just say that. I don't care. So shut up. I don't care. Okay. I'm trying to finish my point. I think that people who put people in concentration camps, minority groups, should not be involved in any active combat zone anywhere. In fact, they should not even be allowed to hold governmental yeah, yeah, positions. Yeah. So, and I'm not finished. And so you should stop talking. And so with that in mind and knowing the when you guys talking about all these war crimes and everything that was so terrible, I think it's weird that we can just look past the fact that one of the, pe- the people involved currently in fighting the Ukrainians are the same people who shoved people in concentration camps in Chechnya. 
Also, it's weird that you are fine downplaying your guys' Nazis. You admit, I guess, they are Nazis fighting on behalf of your guys' side. You'll downplay your own Nazis and upplay the other side's Nazis because your Nazis, again, are inconvenient. It's inconvenient that there's Nazis on your side. But and so instead of being like, there's no Nazis on our side, where these Nazis are fighting a campaign of the denazification. Also, Dylan, too, I, 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 I never even got to finish my earlier response to Jackson's neo-Nazi shit. It's my fault. He Dylan's talked too much. It's my fault. Okay, wait one second. All right, I, I do want to give Infra a, a brief chance, and then Destiny, I know you have a point, a couple of points you want to make. So, Infra, I want to give you a chance. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Maybe so the first thing is very clear. Dylan, I know that you're in favor of a Nazi, pan-European supremacist, but LGBT-friendly uh, ideology. I already know that, okay? But the fact is... I agree. It's probably true that there's a homophobia in Chechnya. They're very much more in favor of more traditional values. That's their business. As far as concentration camps are concerned, I've seen no fucking evidence for that, throwing them in concentration camps. But even if I were to grant you that that was true, that still doesn't make them fucking Nazis who want to exterminate whole peoples because of their fucking nationality or their race or their ethnic origins. You seem to think that's not as bad or that's some kind of equivalent, right? But I don't think that's a fucking equivalent. I don't think having a conservative country, which I don't agree with um, persecuting sexual minorities, I just don't think that's on the same fucking level as being a goddamn fucking Nazi. You seem to not fucking care about that distinction. Now you're saying that I'm downplaying the Nazis on the Russian side because they're not convenient. Never mind the fucking fact that in terms of the objective significance they have compared to the fucking Azov battalion on the Ukrainian side, they are nowhere near as fucking relevant. They're not you significant. They are marginal. They are marginal. Okay, I thought it was. Hold on. Infrared. <laughs> Object <laughs> infrared. One second. If it, objective. Hold on. Infrared. Hold on. I just need you to... I, I thought it I, I did sense something too. It did seem like your volume. He jacked his shit up. 20, oh yeah. Twenty seconds ago, it did seem like something. Yeah, changed. because you're making everybody louder than me. No, no, no. I promise I'm not. Was, it, was that Russian I mean, propaganda? I, to do that. I yeah, mean, these Nazis. These are people in my, are, me people in my own chatter telling me that. Fred, I can give you 20 seconds on terms yeah, of wrapping up your 21? point, but then I've got to kick yeah. it over to Stephen. Dylan, Dylan is making the claim that I'm in that it's just inconvenient for me, rather than the actual reality being the fact that the Russian nationalists and the Russian neo-Nazis are completely marginal in the Donbass, whereas the Azov Battalion are not. He mentioned something also about Lukashenko's out of con con comments that were taken out of context. Lukashenko is an anti-fascist, 100% anti-Nazi, 100% anti-Hitler. We can actually get into the nitty-gritty of what proves and backs that up, too. You took some statements he made Stephen out of context. Waiting, Stephen's been waiting for a while Nazis. to respond. I want to yeah, so just to reiterate again, the Azov Battalion is not making up the brunt of the fighting forces in Eastern Ukraine. This is a small battalion of, like, less than 3,000 fighters. The idea that these people are making up the majority of Ukraine's forces. It's just not true. And even of the Azerbaijan, only a minority of these Nobody people are neo-Nazis. Even 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 of the Azerbaijan, a minority of these people are Nazis. There are problems there for sure. But this this claim that there is a broader Nazi problem in Ukraine, I mean at this point, maybe there is. If we're defining Nazis as people that are pro-LGBT and pro-Semitism, I don't know what kind of Nazis these are or, or what makes them Nazis. Aside from earlier, you said they kill people, which You're I guess a everybody on the planet racist. is a, is, a, is, a, is everybody's Nazi. I don't like Hitler wasn't going for like pro-European supremacy. Yes, um, he was. Okay. 
I would like Did you really just say he wasn't going for European supremacy? In his last fucking speech, he talked about how Europe will be triumphant against the hordes coming from Central Asia. Europe who? Europe who? Every member of Europe? Every state that he invaded? Yes! Europe, he was a European supremacist! He was a Western European supremacist. He considered you, Western I, European. I just want to. I just want to. I'm just curious. Everyone else to be subhuman. Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you characterize the Nazism of Germany as having a large anti-Semitic component and having a large ethnic component, where that ethnicity is not defined as European? The, I, Aryan is literally Western European for the Nazis. That's literally what it is. Okay. I would like. Okay, because you're a little Jackson, bitch and you never Jackson fucking defend Jackson, what you just Jackson said because you're like fucking wrong. In. Let's have Jackson. Go ahead. I would like to just say one thing really quick and then a, and a broader point. So uh, Destiny seems to be just hyper-focusing on the Azov Battalion, which, yes, is, uh, you know, making up the brunt of the violent, uh, you know, aggression against the people of Donetsk and Luhansk, which keep in mind that war, 81% of these civilian deaths that have taken place there in the past three years uh, took place on the side of Donetsk and Luhansk. Uh, but as I mentioned, you know, the people who literally led this coup are the ultra-nationalist right-wingers, many of whom, but not all, are uh, anti-Semites and encompass this neo-Nazi, uh, you know, ideology. You seem to be leaving that out, and, um, you know, I can guess why? the motive why. Why but, do you keep... Uh, to, to, get to, a, to get to the broader point here, Destiny, a few minutes ago, you said that it's not okay... For and I'm paraphrasing, so if you want to rephrase this after the fact, go for it. It's not okay for uh, troops to come into a what you recognize as a sovereign country um, and you know forcibly bring about a change of power. I think that's you know we can both agree, right? So why is it that you think that it's okay? I guess for uh, these far right paramilitary groups. Um, that encompass this neo-Nazi ideology uh, to hijack the Maidan protests, uh, massacre people on February 20th when the protests were actually dying down and people were going home, um, and cause all of this violence to spiral out of control. And then when negotiations are going on between some of these neo-Nazis and the Yanukovych government to try and bring about pre-term elections to restore some order to the Ukrainian government with Yanukovych, um, the neo-Nazi factions, again, like Andrei uh, Perubi, who was the leader, the commandant of the Euromaidan protests, uh, he ordered upon his paramilitary individuals uh, to continue blockading, to continue, uh, you know, holding their ground, so to speak, and holding their ground throughout the entirety of this protest meant raining down hellfire upon both protesters and police to incite more violence. And there's been countless Maidan leaders and activists who provided a testimony that they were the snipers. It was Back not to- members of the Ukrainian police who Dylan were doing this. Or Destiny. Wait, so <clears throat> do you not believe that Yanukovych ordered his special military people to sh- fire on protesters? You think that's just completely and totally bullshit? Oh, 100%. There's no evidence. And in fact, the Ukraine's Ukrainian Ministry of Internal Affairs literally this. says as much. Where, where do you, why do you say there's no evidence of that? Uh, because the Ukrainian investigation into this, the special investigation into this, actually um, did not make any initial charges against people who were involved in this. And the, again, in the Wait, they didn't make charges because this, Yanukovych wasn't even given guarantees that he wouldn't be charged. That's why he fled to Russia. Unlike the unlike the prior prime minister that was able to have a transfer of power because he was guaranteed he wouldn't so, be charged. Yanukovych wasn't given any such so guarantee. That's why he left the country. Point here as to why I'm right. 
Not really. Also, earlier you said on, you, you, keep you, you, keep, you, you keep citing the fact that you keep citing the fact that you keep citing the fact that in the East. Wait, hold on, wait. I barely, I barely talked. This guy's like rambled so much. I haven't responded to half what the shit guy said. There's no evidence for this, so I'm going to answer the question. right back to you, Stephen. So you said, uh, you know, there's there. Uh, I, why do I think that there's uh, no evidence for this or whatever? So the Ukrainian investigation, uh, they didn't find any. And in fact, again, there's been several Maidan leaders and activists who provided testimonies while four, 14 self-admitted members of the Maidan sniper units admitted in media interviews uh, to the Maidan massacre, uh, to sniping police and protesters. Uh, several former members of the Georgian military testified that they and other groups have made on snipers in Hotel Ukraina, where these bullets were coming from. Um, and the All investigation right. actually proved that bullets were coming from here. They just never actually went to the extent of saying who was in the hotel. Well, I do want um, to kick it over so to Stephen, just because I, I did give you a chance to answer the question. I should jump back to Stephen. Oh, there's a lot of evidence. So if Stephen wants the full answer, you know, he should be willing to get the full answer. Um, so, gee, there's like 20 different things I haven't responded to. So who, who's, yeah, who's yeah, finding goalposts? I'm not changing. You're the one that's adding a new goalpost at the end of every single sentence you've said. You literally right? said, so, what's uh, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't even respond. I can't even respond. Okay. Minutes. Hold on. Wait, let's, okay. Are we doing this right now? Is this what we need to do to, to get the conversation going? Um, okay. So, so who do you, who do you side with? Who's ruling? What organization, what government's ruling do you side with that said that, that police did not fire upon protesters during the Euro, the Euro meeting? What what uh, what side do I side with? No, who, whose investigation are you citing? Whose whose details? Whose findings? Not a one-off media interview that was posted oh, no, no, on no. Russia Today I'm or not. I'm referring to the testimonies given by uh, the snipers themselves. Testimony to my- who? Why would you only agree? Why would you only look at some testimony? Why wouldn't you look at the overall ruling of the Ukrainian uh, Interior Ministry? Because the Ukrainian investigation did not find, they did not place fault on either side, though according to the testimonies themselves, they admitted fault for doing this. It's not that they didn't place fault on that. They explicitly said that Yanukovych ordered his police to fire upon the protesters. Do you deny that they said that? They did not. They did not place blame on them. No. Why do you keep saying place blame? Who's saying place blame? They, they, made, they made the statement. Their findings said. Who did they, that, who did they charge? Because... Don't I don't know. know if it was their. I don't think it was their role to charge anybody. And Yanukovych already fled the country. It was their role to place charges. They didn't place charges because they couldn't find evidence that the police did this. Um, in fact, the, the the reason why Destiny, Destiny, why can't you why can't you give me an answer for this? There were testimonies. There were testimonies that the Maidan, uh, you know, pro or the Maidan organizers uh, were the snipers who shot at police and protesters. Uh, we have forensic examinations as well by government ballistic experts, which determined that about a dozen cases uh, that the protesters were shot from Maidan-controlled structures, including the hotel. A forensic ballistic examination um, found that uh, the bullets killed protesters did not match bullet samples from the police. I mean, I could go on and on. Why are you Why are you making uh, assumptions without looking at the evidence itself? Because I would, I feel like I would rather rely on the overall rulings or findings of the entire committee rather than just trying to go off of some of the testimony that you might have found given by some of the officers that may or may not have been involved. Well, I could go on more, but you have to understand that this committee, at the end of the day, is being controlled by the coup government who actually carried out this operation. But earlier, you had no problems going by information that comes from the Russian State Department about stuff going on in Ukraine. 
As, I'm, as I'm, I'm not Nazis talking about if, that right uh, now. I'm talking about this. Why, why, I'm actually looking at guilty. this investigation fairly and honestly, and you made the accusation that it was police from the Ukrainian, uh, you know, security services that fired down. Now you're getting caught in a little, uh, you know, a little problem here. So you're trying to deflect back to earlier discussions. Why did you make that claim without evidence? Why did Yanukovych flee the country was when he wasn't given a guarantee that he'd be prosecuted? If he didn't it was do a coup wrong? government why that was going to fucking why do you keep Trump changing shit up? The subject, it was a coup Destiny. government that was led why, by the guy that he was going to make his subject? prime minister anyway. Destiny, I, like, I just want to say one last thing on this point because really? clearly you're refusing to acknowledge the uh, reality of the situation. Most people consider uh, what took place on February 20th when 49 individuals were killed as the most controversial hours in any European conflict since the end of the Cold War. It was the precipice for this coup. It was what launched all of this conflict uh, into action, so to speak. So the fact that it was a false flag attack led by the uh, coup uh, protesters themselves, the, the militia organizers themselves, to try and get Western backing and to try and incite more chaos in the streets when the protests were dying down is a very, very important note when you look at the broader context of all of this and the fact that after the coup that took place because of this, uh, that is what sparks the increased aggression in the Donbass. And that is what also sparks the increased aggression against protesters in Odessa who are fighting back against the coup government. There, you have no evidence to support any of that, that there was Western backing to any of these people, that any of this was a false flag. Everything you're going off of is complete conjecture. The testimony of one or two, I've got testimony in the United States of Bigfoot and UFOs abducting people. The testimonies of one or two people doesn't prove any of the claims that you're making. Um, let's just actually go to U.S. involvement in this, because I have a lot of uh, quotes from actual diplomats themselves who admitted that they were involved in uh, providing funding, uh, direct funding to the Maidan coup organizers. So, um, first of all, we have Victoria Newland and Jeffrey Piot, who were two U.S. diplomats, U.S. Ukrainian diplomats at the time, who have a viral leaked phone conversation admitting to the fact that they were hand handpicking the coup government. They in said that conversation, where? Uh, you wanted to send you the link to it? No, because I've already read the entire conversation. They don't and admit that ever. what did that, that conversation ever. say? They, they never said anything about handpicking the new government. It wouldn't even really? make sense. Really? Really? Yes, really. Give me the okay, quote where they say that. To, do you want yeah, to Give me the quote where they say that. Yeah, read it. Okay. Uh, we have a leaked phone call here. They said, fuck the EU, referencing to the fact that the EU was not being aggressive enough during this whole situation. Uh, and then we said, uh, or we have a Victoria Newland here say, uh, Yats, referring to Yatsenyuk, is the guy who's got the economic experience, she said. Referring to opposition leader uh, Arseniy Yatsenyuk, who backed the devastating uh, neoliberal policies that were demanded by the West. So they were discussing whether or not Yatsenyuk was going to be an effective leader in the new government. And they were saying, well, maybe this person should be directly outside of the new government with Yatsenyuk. And, and Destiny, guess who ended up becoming the Hold new Hold on, real quick, because you keep pivoting, asking Destiny, questions, and a commentary. None of Destiny, this shows them picking a leader. New... As you said, Yatsenyuk was already the opposition leader. Wh oh, where is this idea became, that they picked who him? Who became the prime minister? What, for after, after what do you mean? Coup. Yatsenyuk? Yeah. Look at who was the already the opposition leader. He was already the opposition leader. He already had 370 plus votes in the in the parliament. What do you mean? 
Andre Purby was the uh, Maidan coup leader. He was the real opposition. No, no, wait. Where is the, the evidence so why, that he was handpicked? How was he? Ha- how was he handpicked? Oh wait, why? Because he didn't he, have he the backing the, in parliament. He became for the it. chair of parliament. No, no, no. Why could he have not whoa, whoa, become the leader? Where, no, no. You're t- pivoting. Where is the evidence that this guy was handpicked by the United States? That he was pushed Victoria by the United Newland. States? A conversation about this guy saying he would be good when he's already the opposition leader is not evidence of him being handpicked by the West. Well, there was oh, multiple that's, that's people in that, that conversation that they were going back and forth. Yeah, they're going back no, and forth not, discussing no potential. Yeah, there, you have no evidence. This is everything you do. Just destiny or sorry. How is that no evidence? Wait, 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 wait. If okay, there's evidence just, in the phone call of two diplomats right. saying, man, this leader in this country would be so awesome. And yeah, that other one sucks. Do you think that's hey, evidence so of, of, a, of an assessment? It just so happens, Destiny, that she admitted that the U.S. stoked this coup with $5 billion in previous years to lead these regime change operations. Wait, where did she admit that? Read that quote. Read that quote. Read that quote where she admit that. Okay, I will. Give okay. me one second here. Can we going? all sit in silence while he reads and wait for it? I, I want to hear that quote where she says, the United States sent $5 billion in aid to stoke this coup. Let me pull it up. And if he pulls it up, will you admit you're wrong? Yeah, if he has that quote, I would be interested to hear that. We don't have to be silent. I'm sorry, Dylan. Go ahead. Give me one I'll also second. Be interested I will in read exactly it. where the $5 billion went. I would be interested in that too. In the meantime, folks, our guests are linked in the description. If you haven't uh, already clicked on there, you can hear more from them. Also, I would just like to say that there is tons of evidence of the Chechen government putting gays in concentration camps from multiple news outlets. Well, that's not that's not what we're debating today. The only well, thing, well, we but can, the thing is, you the only thing you have to acknowledge. It, so I'm just acknowledging. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, happened. yeah, yeah. Well, we can debate that another time. But for now, what we're saying is that that is not the same as Nazism. Okay, but is that of concern? Do you think? If I was Chechen, I would be opposed to it, but I don't live in Chechnya. It's not my business. So do you think that fighters who put gay people in concentration camps should be active in combating Ukraine? You cannot cannot make the racist claim that all Chechen soldiers... Wait, no, wait, no, I'm not saying all Chechen soldiers, but there are officials who were involved in that fighting in Ukraine right now. Which ones? You know the one that you're like, Dylan, you you liar, you've said this guy died. Yeah, you're shy that that he's alive. That he's guy, alive. right? Yeah, you're saying he's alive. That he guy, he specifically was okay. I'm saying okay. That guy, let's say he's alive. That makes your argument even worse. Yeah. That guy was involved in putting homosexuals in concentration camps. Okay, uh, I haven't seen any evidence for that. There's tons of evidence. Want to give you well, something to be disputed? Casey, I, I have quote, not. Jackson, I don't want you to feel left out. <laughs> yeah. So. Victoria Newland, U.S. Assistant Secretary of State, estimated in 2013 that the USA had, quote, invested more than five billion in 1991 to help Ukraine achieve the future it deserves. Or sorry, 19. Since, <laughs> si- no, 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 no. Since 1991. Since 1991. <laughs> so since 1991, they've been investing money to have the coup in 2014. Do you yes, not think that the Ukrainian citizen? Wait, wait, wait. What was the quote again? Could you say it one more time? Yeah, let's hear the quote again. <laughs> Since fi- invested, the USA had invested more than five billion dollars since 1991 to help achieve to help Ukraine achieve the future it deserves. What does that mean? How does that mean that that they're achieving a coup? That could mean hey, we're giving the well, money to help Ukraine Victoria get better. Newland had leaked audio recordings, handpicked Yats and Yukas, the didn't new leader, We've and also also bullshit. also we saw that uh, he the didn't national, handpick the National Endowment for Democracy's president. Uh, said this about U.S. support. He said just two months before uh, the Maidan protest broke out, um, he wrote that, uh, quote, the opportunities are considerable, 
Uh, and there are important ways Washington could help. And this was in reference to uh, the this was in reference to the coup. This was the president of the National Endowment is. for there Democracy. Is, there's nothing specific. It's all vague. It's nothing specific. Yeah. Well, here, yeah so the here's way, the question: Where, wait, where did the, the money dollars go? Yeah. Where did the five billion go? Yeah. So who received who received the money to start the coup? It's not the goalposts. This is where we're at. We're in the middle of the field. Like the thing is, I know about this because Putin said exactly. Putin said this specific thing, and the thing is. The five billion dollars did not go anywhere near a coup aid or anything. The five billion dollars. <laughs> where where did it go then, okay. Dylan? So I'm, no, I'm asking you. You, you, you. No, I'm asking you, Jackson. Jackson, you said the five billion dollars. No, Jackson. Where do you think five billion dollars? You said it. Where do you think you said it, Jackson? Jackson, Jackson, you said it. You said it. I tell you, you can, you can pretty easily logically infer that the fuck. Okay. Pardon my Logic just to be sure that people can hear each of you make your point. So, just going in order, we'll go alphabetically, okay. which is uh, D uh, D H J. So, okay, Dylan, and then uh, Haas, and then Jackson. So, Jackson, you talked about the five billion dollars. We're saying it did not go towards a coup. I don't see no evidence of this. This is something Putin repeated in his speech, which is a lie. So I'm asking you, since you referenced the $5 billion and you have yet to show any evidence that anybody was handpicked, where did it go? Where did this $5 billion go for this coup? So, Dylan, I know you're a fucking dumbass and you can't mm. put two and two together here. There no. is logically nowhere else the $5 billion could have gone. So you don't know. You don't There's, know. It couldn't, so Jesse, logically speaking, yeah, it you couldn't have gone anywhere else. Five billion dollars from 1994. Wait, wait. Do you know the history of Ukrainian-American relations since yeah. 1994 to 2014? Yeah, Dylan, you really think that's five billion dollars you, in you, the and normal aid? Unless you Jackson don't think, has something. You don't think? Jackson, yeah, mute, mute, mute him so I can out. respond. Yeah, let him leave. Like, Or you might be on mute, Jackson. Let me Let me unmute you. I think I put you on there earlier. Okay. All right. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah. Um, the Financial Times. You're right, Dylan. Sure. I don't have the exact bank wire transfers and, and shit. I, you're right. I, I'm, I'm just completely making all this stuff up. Financial Times, though, reported that uh, groups like New Citizen received this funding. And they said that they reported that um, this money played a big role in getting the protests up and running, referring to the Maidan protests. Uh, this was led, of course, by... Andriy Perubi, who's a notorious neo-Nazi within Ukraine that, uh, you know, called upon the firing of protesters and police uh, in the protests. Uh, there was there was one other point you made. It's slipping my mind right now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that that sure. We don't have the exact bank wire transfers, but you can't you can't entertain the fact that this all happened. Five billion dollars here. We have these phone recordings. We have all of this going on. We have, you know, Chris Murphy, John McCain, Victoria Newland, Jeffrey Piott going out on the streets of Maidan, passing out cookies the is, to the protest. We're doing. You. He's doing the gish gala. Let me finish. Oh my god, dude! It's just a million bullshit points. Like when one minute, fifteen, 15 more seconds, Jackson, and then we got to move. Every time I get interrupted or you interrupt, so let me finish. You cannot entertain, or you you have to entertain the fact rather that. The fact that the funding began in 1991, one year directly after the effort uh, upon NATO-aligned countries to bring Ukraine into NATO, that, that lines up perfectly with what the overarching mission at play here is of Victoria Nuland to get 
the anti-NATO forces within Ukraine deposed from government, that's Yanukovych, and to get pro-NATO uh, individuals in government to join NATO. Got to move it over. Okay. okay. So I got I to gotta respond to that because the thing is, the five is also one year after the collapse of the Soviet Union and Ukraine went into economic ruin. And the $5 billion is something Putin stated as well. That's referencing to the entirety of U.S. aid to Ukraine from that date to 2014. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me that the entirety of USAID to Ukraine was made up of just going to coup stuff when you have no evidence, no financial documents, no transactions, no direct evidence of any sort, then any of that went towards resources towards a coup. It is referenced to aid. You named like it. No, he didn't. He, he named, named nothing. Group. You, I named you new left because you're a little bitch. You weren't here. No, he, he didn't. It. So where did it go? Where did it go? And what did the coup, what did this group do that did the uh, revolution? What it did organized, it organized helped organize the protest? It was a group what, the that five. So the five billion dollars went to what? What? The, 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 so Man. I'm saying that Financial Times reported uh, again. What? You're right. I don't have the exact wire transfers. I'm not in these people's bank accounts. I'm just saying <laughs> it's a little bit suspicious <laughs> that we have it's we suspicious. have Victoria Newland saying that we have five billion going to Ukraine. Since 1991, Victoria Newland's office uh, happens to be the same office in which the National Endowment for Democracy is located. They share an office in Ukraine. Uh, we have Financial Times reporting that New Citizen received some of this money. Sure, probably definitely not all five billion dollars of it. And it just so happens that these protests, which were Western backed, um, and we know, according to uh, this phone call, they were at least sympathetic to the, uh, you know, leader Yatsenyuk, who became the prime minister directly after the protests. Uh, this stuff all lines up. And it just hold so on, happens. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait, I got to respond. I got to respond. Okay, so we haven't established, we haven't established a single fact. We haven't, we literally haven't established a single fact. We haven't established a single fact. So all we've seen, we've established so many facts. Okay, so all we've seen, all we've seen is that since, in 1992, after the dissolution of the Soviet Union, the United States and Ukraine signed a bilateral deal with the United States which sent aid to Ukraine to help them for a variety of things. They identified three strategic objectives. It was to create a broad-based market economy to help build a participatory democratic political system and to assist in social sector reforms to ease the difficulties of transition. That's where the money went towards. The government themselves, the governments themselves were the ones that were organizing and receiving the aid. The idea that you're trying to pretend that this $5 billion that's been allocated since 1992 somehow went through black market channels, if it did, then we wouldn't be talking about the Five billion dollars that the United States says that it sent. This would be black money or dark money that's going through other channels that you wouldn't have any idea about, or rather, it would have been established by like a WikiLeaks leak or something like that. The idea that official U.S. aid that was agreed upon by the Ukrainian government that it, that it was going to end up in the Ukrainian government, and then somehow the leaders in the Ukrainian government decided to allow that aid that they, as a government, agreed to accept to be funneled to groups that would eventually form a coup is ridiculous. A lot of this aid was far-reaching. It wouldn't surprise me if you could identify one or two groups that were involved in protests or coups that received this aid. Yanukovych probably had a lot of personal friends and probably people in the government that received that aid as well. The idea that that aid was used to, to back some sort of coup because you have a recording with two U.S. diplomats talking about a preference in leadership in a relatively volatile country. I don't understand why you think you can link these two things together. I can tell you right now that the United States sends so much aid all across the world. I could probably find off. aid going to we every single to fucking country 
that's ever had a revolution, that's ever had a coup, that's ever had any any sort of political turmoil, and and find two U.S. diplomats talking. Okay, so the expressing expressing it. Can I finish one statement? I gotta finish. I gotta finish. I totally don't know how we could. Well, I have to. I gotta finish a single. I have to finish a single statement. I have to finish a single statement. So finally, we can wrap this up. So to 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 be clear, so the evidence we have is that since 1992. The United States has sent five billion dollars to the Ukrainian government, not to secret groups, not to protest groups, not to future coups. That the Ukrainian government itself okayed this bilateral uh, agreement well, to humanitarian coup, aid, and the citizen. only evidence that we have, and the only new evidence citizen. that the only I, let me finish, the only evidence we have well, that lying, this so went to fund you. a coup is two like U.S. diplomats about talking about like talking on the phone, no, expressing a preference for some leadership or failure of the EU to act on something. Okay, That's it. Right, let, let, let me go now let me go now okay because this is actually really fucking simple so first of all there's like many prongs to the fucking stupidity you just laid on my fucking table now the first thing is that you actually contradicted your little friend dylan here because dylan the fucking liar wow. just sat here and said that the five billion dollars was an economic aid to ukraine no it fucking wasn't it was because eight. newland herself who publicly denies uh, funding the Maidan coup in the same sentence she utters denying it said that the five billion since 1991 was there to promote democracy and we know what that fucking means it means promoting NGOs civil society groups and forces within the Ukrainian government that are aligned with the U.S. now you're trying to make this out like you know it's absurd that they would fund the Ukrainian government that's later going to be overthrown the thing is the whole of the Ukrainian government wasn't overthrown there are elements within the Ukrainian government that were against the president at that time the coup was actually against the president, not the entire Ukrainian state itself. And even during the uh, presidency of Yanukovych, before the 2014 Maidan, there was still a division of uh, spheres of influence within the Ukrainian government between the Americans and the Europeans on one hand and the Russians. It was not a Russian puppet government by any stretch of the fucking imagination. It was still just as divided. And that $5 billion that was given to, uh, to the Ukrainians since 1991 was going toward the forces that ultimately would culminate in the Maidan. Now, Jackson literally gave you a concrete fucking example. I could give another group, two, Haas. Yeah, yeah, I want Okay, that received know. funds from this five billion that participated that was pivotal for the it helped organize protests for the fucking Maidan. So the whole right, point let's... is that this five billion uh, for regime change and democracy exporting that the U.S. was giving the Ukrainian government, which I reiterate, Bill the fucking liar claimed was economic aid when it was not. Oh, it really? was political. So can I get a commitment on it? Can you give me a commitment that none of this money went to economic? No, aid? no, no. Can you're I... shifting the goalpost. Wait, no. I want to hear that. Oh, you're shifting the fucking goalpost. Some of it. Some Dude. of it Dylan may have had an economic component okay. to it, uh -huh. but it was primarily to promote you democracy. You okay. made it ahead, seem Dylan. like so it was primarily gonna, okay. about Go economic so, aid. So, number no, one, not. that's not Dylan's that's not even true. Okay, yeah. that's not even oh, true. Not true. So, yeah, number one, one point one billion of it went to economic growth. Two point four billion went to things like military assistance, border security, human trafficking issues, international narcotics abatement, law enforcement induction. That's I'll actually the majority of it. That the majority of that is not promoting democracy. It would actually be labeled under promoting peace and security when you talk about things like human trafficking, which is a legitimate- Then tell Newland that me yourself. Let me, finish. Let me finish. I'm just telling you the exact <laughs> money amounts, where it's going, and you're rejecting it. I'm telling you exact money. And the thing is about that, human trafficking, it's- <laughs> After the collapse of the Soviet Union, there was a lot of issues when it comes to children being sold into sexual slavery. There was a lot of issues. Which the CIA is involved with. Okay. Bro, he, he, wait, he can't just keep screaming into his microphone, jacked up as loud as possible. Like, you want to like, cry about 
I'm trying. Okay. So, Jesus. Okay. So back to the issue. This is why a lot of this money went to Ukraine. It went to things to deal with things like human trafficking. It went there to deal with economic aid after the economic collapse post-Soviet Union. All Some of it, of course, some of it went to 800 million of it went to governing, just, governing justly and democratically. And 400 million went to investing in people. We can get into specifics if you want to break that down. But there is no evidence in the 5 billion of this, of the $5 billion, any of this going into black sites, or anything of this sort, the majority of this money didn't even have to do with democracy necessarily. We've got to go uh, into Q&A shortly, but I know that Jackson, I think you wanted to say something. So, yeah, uh, I would like to say something. So we also have the fact that uh, at the start of the Maidan protests, uh, the three new TV shows in Ukraine, that uh, news TV shows that were covering the protests and working with opposition were Chromadsky.tv, uh, um, and there was there was two other ones. Uh, let me see if I can find these here. Um, but while I find these, I also want to note that uh, these three TV stations uh, received funding from the Dutch and U.S. embassies, as well as the Renaissance Foundation, which was funded by George Soros. The other two were Spillno.tv and Eknepeko TV. I don't know how to pronounce that. And George Soros, during the coup, uh, the Maidan coup himself, admitted, quote, I set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of Russia, and the foundation has been functioning ever since, it pl ever since, and it played an important part in the Maidan events right now. And then the third point, because again, you've alleged that I can't provide evidence for this. I've also provided the new citizen organization, which was involved in the coup. We also have Yevin Karas, who is the leader of Ukraine's neo-Nazi terror gang, C-14, which again helped lead the coup. He was the guy who said that if it were not for the 2% of neo-Nazis that were active within the Maidan protests, it would have been 90% less effective and successful. He said, quote, we are now being given money, so much weapons, not because as some say the West is helping us, not because they want the best for us, but because we perform the tasks by the West, uh, because we are the only ones who are ready to do, uh, and we have, wait, sorry, because we're the only ones who are ready to do them, uh, because we have fun, we have fun killing, and we have fun fighting, uh, and they like, Got wow. It. Let's see what's going to happen. That's can what I, they let's, said. Okay, can, I, can, I do, can I do a thing? Because we're going into Q&A soon. Let, let's actually say, if Dylan will allow me, let's actually grant all of this. Let's say that there was a coup. Um, let's say that there was some revolution for some reason. Um, future leadership is still maintaining a, a lot of popularity throughout most of Ukraine. Let's say that all of that happened. Okay, but it was a coup. It was illegal, all that shit. What right does that give Russia to invade Ukraine? Oh, that's very simple. We should have gotten that for the start. So we talked about the balance of security architecture within Europe, which Ukraine was planning on upsetting with its plans to fucking join NATO. But that alone, you're right, doesn't justify an invasion, which is why Russia kept trying to negotiate with its Western partners for some eight, nine years about this issue, leading to fucking nowhere to, to the point where they finally tried to negotiate with Ukraine also about the issue of the Donbass to settle a peace. And Ukraine signed the Minsk agreement to have a ceasefire in the Donbass. As, as recent as January of 2022, Ukraine made it very clear that it had no intention to implement the, um, the Minsk agreement, which said that they would lead to the destruction of our country. And we had to sign it at gunpoint by Russia. Now, finally, Ukraine's continued attacks against the people of the Donbass, they're what amounts to basically a genocide, the constant shelling of civilian infrastructure and the daily terrorism experienced by the people of the Donbass, by Ukraine's armed forces and the Azov Battalion. Uh, Russia decided to step in finally and recognize the republics. 
And when those republics became sovereign in Russia's eyes, and Russia did this, by the way, to Wait, can we just can we do this simply instead of rambling about the entire of the history of the violence. we're going to when those when Chicago. those republics continued to be shelled and attacked after they were recognized, he's just sprouting up history. Yeah, he does this every time he can't answer a question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. This is the fucking answer. Russia's Russia it, it was, is justified. Russia is justified for no mm-hmm. other reason than to protect and guarantee its own security as a country, as well as to so protect my que- yeah. So my question then is as well as to protect the people of the Donbass. My question is, why does the security of Russia supersede the security of the Ukrainian people when you open this with a quote about how the security of one country? Sure, because the security of the Ukrainian people was never under threat by Russia. It's it's NATO who is tipping its balance in the. How is the security of Russia under threat by NATO? How is the security of Russia under threat? I know, sure, NATO has a history of disrespecting the sovereignty of other countries and invading other countries. Like Russia does right now with Ukraine? This is a fucking self-fulfilling prophecy. Russia's doing what it's doing in Ukraine to prevent NATO aggression against Russia. Russia has no plan on forcing So why, why can't Ukraine have legitimate Russia security? Russia doesn't export why? its system or its values. NATO does. It's that why, fucking system. Russia, the Soviet Union absolutely has in the past. Russia's absolutely looking to the Soviet. The Russia is not the Soviet Union. And second of all, the Soviet Union did not fucking export its system by military force. No, it didn't. It absolutely did. No, it fucking it, it, didn't. It absolutely Name a single did. example of that. All three of the Baltics, at the very least. The Baltics were not taken by the Soviet Union to expand its system, but because it was a, a form of revanchism for the former territories of the Russian Empire. The countries not were invaded, expand, had their parliament disposed of, and then took votes and held referendums to join the Soviet Union. Sounds similar? Like Crimea. Russia, well, the Soviet Union has a huge about? history of doing this. referendum, 96% of the Yeah, not crazy how after you get invaded, crazy. Hold on, wait, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't even finish my question. I can't finish my question. It was. You cannot say that. Let me quickly finish this point about Crimea. 15 seconds. First of all, the people of Crimea made the decision first. And then the Russian military came. Come on. Dylan's been waiting for a long time. I do want to get They declared independence. Okay, so what I, what's really interesting about the Crimea thing is we keep bringing up the referendum. Jackson, can you tell me what were the options on the referendum? Oh, the two choices. They declared independence before the <laughs> Wait, Russian no, wait, no, Jackson, could you answer that question quick? They declared independence before the Russian No, I'm asking Jackson a question. People, I'm at, no, I, that's, I didn't ask. I didn't ask. What were the two options? The what were the options on the referendum? The what were the options on the referendum? What were the two options? The what were the two options? Answer my question. Voted. What were the two I don't options? care how you want to construe it. Ninety-six well, no. declared Answer my question. To join what the were the Federation. two options? It was legal. What were and the two options? The Crimean government. You're not voted, answering uh, my question. Favor of Dylan, it was because they already made him answer my question. Earlier on, on, you made him answer my question. Hold on, all right, gentlemen. All right, not going to answer my question. He's dodging it. Okay, so the reason, the reason, the reason, it's my, it's my time to talk. If he's, he's not answering my question. Okay, so I do want to give, I want to go back to Dylan. We'll give him a chance. And then we'll give you a chance to answer the question, Jackson. Infra, I've got you. They had already declared independence. Okay, to say, I've got you on mute. Okay. Give me a break here. So, so the reason why Jackson isn't answering my question is because the two options, neither of them was joining back with Ukraine. So there because was because they no, already showed to do that. I, I, shut up, please, Sorry. Jesus Christ. So the reason. Why a lot of people, including like Crimean Tartars and others, boycotted. They already declared independence. The reason why. The reason why. They had already declared independence before. James, I can't. I can't do it, man. I can't. You can't because you're a. F- they declared independence before. Since came. 
They overly right, rejected I, I don't know government. How he's unmuting himself. All right, well, let's go to uh, Dylan. You had, I didn't, you had a question. Yeah, I didn't. I never got to finish. <laughs> Liar! I didn't even get to say what Liar. I'm lying about. You didn't let's even let me lie yet. I'm about because to lie. they had already no, declared independence. Let me lie. Okay, let me tell my evil Western lies, and that okay, and then you can like talk later. Okay, so my evil Western lie is that neither of the options on the referendum was to join Ukraine. It was a join Ukraine, you join Russia, Russia formally, or b be an independent state. Heavily influenced by the Russian government. Is that what it Those said? Those were Dylan? the two. Is that that's exactly not what, what it that's said? not the exact words. It was a lot. <laughs> You're okay. fucking James. Let me get this point in. I'll stop interrupting. Jackson, Jackson, I never. James, if I can't talk, I can't talk. I can't debate about the snipers. James, I can't debate if I can't even talk. I can't. I can't. Okay, hold on. Let's. What was the question that you had, Dylan? That we do have to. I don't even have a question anymore. I'm just trying to say something, and they won't let me. Let me get one point in. No, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not making. Give me 15 seconds. Give me 15 seconds. Is that to be fair to Dylan? He had waited a long time. Dylan, we'll give you a quick pithy so, response, and we got to go to Q&A. Jack- Jackson did not know what the two options on the referendum was. That's why he wouldn't answer my question, and or it was inconvenient to him. But neither of the options was whether you, Crimea could join back with uh, with Ukraine. And the problem is that I, I, I don't care, Has Please, for the love of God. They had already formally oh, declared. Okay, we're going to the Q&A. Wait, he, no, no, James, let me get this last point in. No, I've been trying to get it in. I never got the okay? Let me get one last. No. Ten seconds. Just give me seconds. Ten seconds. Give me ten seconds. No, just find a way to fit it into one of these questions. This one coming in from Ozzy and Talk says, Putin destroyed Russia, and there is no way back from them without Putin stepping down and Russia apologizing. European Union, European Union should join NATO Putin will go down in history as an example of one of the worst global leaders ever. Save the kids. One addition, uh, Russia should also yeah. pay reparations. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll answer that question very easily. So Crimea had already declared its formal Wait, that independence. wasn't the question. That was the Cry- question. Shut the fuck up, you little bitch. No, Crimea no, had no, already no. declared. Okay, we got Crimea- <laughs> have to keep this civil. Okay. Crimea had already declared formal independence. Could before the referendum. Could they do that under the Ukrainian constitution? They didn't need to because it was overthrown uh, in a coup. The Ukrainian president uh, was overthrown in an illegal coup. So no, the constitution saying, is in the air and it's out of the fucking no, window, you so, fucking dumbass. So the, the constitution matters for thee, but not Not the when country. there's a coup that's no, right, that's suspected. Really, no. Dylan, do you think that... Not coup. when there's a coup. That's interesting. James, why do you keep fucking asking me, but you let him... You let him... Ten minutes, but you keep asking me. Let Dylan talk. Him once. You think that a coup violates? You don't fucking mute him once. Let me fucking respond to it. Oh, wait, the Constitution is thrown into the air when there's a fucking illegal coup. You gotta kick him. I would like you his his timetable his timetable isn't even accurate. The Declaration of Independence for Crimea took place after after acting like a coup doesn't violate the sovereignty of a given nation. Wait, 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 real quick, just because Husky's screaming this. The Declaration of Independence from Crimea happened after the Russian invasion. The, the, no, the fact didn't. that he's trying to say that it happened prior no, to that didn't. isn't even true. No, it didn't. Russian it troops were on the ground in, in February. In late February, Russia Unmarked, was pushing into Crimea. Unmarked. The, oh, they were the pushing into Crimea. What the, the Declaration of Independence was on March 16th. Go ahead, what, what does it mean pushing into Crimea? Go ahead. 
As in Russian troops rolled through the area with little resistance and took over the entire fucking peninsula. I wonder why there was little resistance because they had already expressed and declared their intention to be fucking independent. Even if they had... Sections of your country cannot just vote themselves to join another country that has military bases in that peninsula hey. aggressively positioned to go and invade you. Well, that that's James, not how sovereignty I, works. I vote at gunpoint, to join right? another Who's debate? At gunpoint? Can we do that? This one coming in from Can Fight says, just got Wait, posterity. I never got to respond to Jackson's question <laughs> about sovereignty. I want to answer it. Super short and pithy. Uh, okay, so Jackson asked me if a coup violates the nation's sovereignty. It depends on who actually does the coup. If the people of said nation overthrow the government, I believe they're allowed to do that. And so that's what they did in that instance because the Yanukovych regime voted. was morally corrupt and worked against the interests of the people. Sorry, there you go. Let's jump in. There was no vote for the coup, fight. Dylan. Fight that's not how coups work. The majority, the majority, they had, they had an election. So they had an election. After there wasn't even a majority that election. wanted to join the EU. Not even at afterwards. the time. A majority. I think we need another mute here on the Moscow so Manlet, so please. Both Dylan and Haas, I've got you on mute because we do have to get the next question. Destiny has Destiny. His torso is big though. He's short. He looks like a fucking torso group. This one coming in from Can Fight. He just says, has a long torso. Gosh, gosh. Okay, looks like Can Sid Fight from Ice Age. He has the body of Sid from Ice Age. He has the body of Sid from Ice Age. Repeated a third. Next one. Thank you very much for this question, bro. Can Fight says, just got posterity. Russia just attacked the largest nuclear power plant in Europe. A violation of the Geneva Convention. Also, Russia has a huge Nazi problem. In parentheses, Limonov literally made Nazbols. You know I have trouble pronouncing these things. Are we allowed, are we allowed to answer Lemanov. that question? Are we allowed to answer that question? Limanov is a fucking anarchist. Limanov is an anarchist. Have you read anything about Limanov, the fucking dumbass asking that question? Can we answer the question? It's like you're bat switch and you're drowning everybody else out. I Like, your audio is just off the charts. I'll give you a chance to respond in front of Jackson, but it's just yeah. Your audio why why is it why is it that uh, you know I I feel like we should be condemning uh, you know crimes against humanity and war crimes on both sides of this. That's why I support the International Criminal Court investigation into war crimes that uh, have taken place here since 2013, which the media seems to be leaving out uh, of the announcement of this ICC investigation and the preliminary. Uh, examination into war crimes and crimes against humanity here. But the thing is, if you're going to talk about uh, war crimes and crimes against humanity and civilian casualties taking place right now in Ukraine, then you better be talking about them taking place in Donetsk and Luhansk still today and the ones that have taken place there overwhelmingly um, in this in this uh, conflict that has been waged asymmetrically by Ukraine, by the Azov Battalion in particular in eastern Ukraine um, since 2014. This, people seem to leave that out. Yeah, wait, can oh, we all I, agree that that would be a good idea then? I think that Russia should pull its troops and respect Ukraine's sovereignty. And then after they do that, we can have an independent investigation to see if there are no, any because human rights actually, committed. The 25th of February, protesters blocked the Crimean parliament who started and expressed Destiny. their will to be independent. So that was before Destiny, the Russian Destiny, that's not even on topic Destiny, anymore. Destiny, You're still rambling to the preliminary the examination led by the uh, International okay. Criminal Court. Who launched the first war crimes and crimes so, against humanity here in this so conflict? I okay. Can I? I want to actually address two things. Oh, that was a Look, question for Destiny. But I wanted to. Can because I agree you with made you? A I'm trying to. That was a question to, for Destiny. Jackson, I want to agree with you. Destiny, me, who did it? Can I? Okay, I won't agree with you then. Okay. Destiny, who did it? Do you even know? Do you even know what the first war crimes or crimes against humanity committed here were? We should let independent 
organizations you go in and investigate. We should let that nothing that you're saying Jackson, justifies you a Russian invasion. It's so easy. 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 Yeah, go quote random U.S. diplomats that you saw on an RT post about how that ju- how that proves that there was like I'm, Western I'm involvement in a coup. International criminal court investigation into war crimes, which you claim to care about, but okay. only what is what is every single international court say about what is every single what is every single international court say about Russia's annexation of Crimea? What does the I, international... No, 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 let him answer that. Let him answer that. Let him answer that. Let him answer that. That's a great question. Pivoting Stephen. Who recognizes the Russian annexation of Crimea? That's a great question, Destiny, because the International Criminal Court has said that the crimes against humanity and war crimes oh, he doesn't. started there in this conflict he doesn't have an answer. were from there it is. Ukraine. That's a great point. Because you pivoted, There it is. First you said he was quoting a random journalist. And then he quoted the International Court and he fucking pivoted like a pussy. Pivoting pussy. (laughs) Hey, James. Let Dylan go. Pivoting pussy. Let Dylan speak. I've I've been attempting to do something dastardly, and that's actually agree with Jackson for a second. And um, I actually do agree that there have been a lot of war crimes actually committed in Donetsk and Luhansk. And one of the actually the biggest issues I'd point to specifically has to do with water security. I believe it was UNICEF that wrote a report about water security issues and they're caused by the war. It's just I don't believe the best way to deal with human rights abuses on either side is to expand the conflict because now electricity water security, all these resources are now going to be even harder to come by in not only Donetsk, Luhansk, but in the rest of Ukraine as well. We've already heard about like reports in yes. Maripol and Let's move in the next report. One. Yeah, I'm trying to agree with Jackson. I mean, we already heard about reports in Maripol and other locations about critical civilian infrastructure being undermined. And so yes. the best thing so, to do... Well, so Dylan, I have a question back for no, you. We, I, I do uh, look, Mariupol in no, 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 okay. Shut the too fuck up for a second. Shut the fuck up. Sorry, I do so, want to do this. Uh, I Destiny, I have a question forward. back for you. Hold on. Uh, because, I do, we have so many questions from chat. I agree with you. I agree with you. So why is it James Mutum. questions from the chat. Plummy 005 says, how long does a group of people need to live in a land in order to have a claim to it? People say that the Russians in Ukraine were imported there 200 years ago, but we can say the same for any group of people going back enough. Uh, Destiny, who took Mariupol in 2015? Your mom. It was the Azov Battalion, you fucking idiot. Just because they're not oh, the majority of the They armed were involved forces. in one Dylan, military no operation. That's crazy. Of a whole city? Of a whole city? Of a whole city? And you're saying they're marginal? I can't hear you, Jackson. This one, it's impossible. This one coming in from... Dylan. Jackson, do you have something? Regret- yeah, no, I, I agree with what Dylan said. I, you know, I condemn uh, war crimes, crimes against humanity on both sides. Yeah. And I think they should be investigated. People should be held accountable. We have to recognize, though, who started this. And you made a good point about that. Um, the thing is, though, do you not uh, give any credit to Vladimir Putin for trying to get everyone to adhere to the Minsk Accords for years and years and years that would have brought an end to this brutality? Nobody and adhered to it. It was violated on both sides continuously. That's why the second set didn't even get signed. Who violated what? it first and who expressed an unwillingness to And both sides say both sides violated it first. Who to implement it? Ukraine literally said they had no intention to implement it despite signing it. It's Okay, this one coming in from, thanks for your question. Pivot Cyroy says, question for Infrared and Hinkle. If this unjustified invasion was done by Russia to protect the people in the Donetsk and Luhansk regions... Why does Belarus have it details for invasion plans for Moldova? I 
Based on what evidence? Where? Show yeah. me the evidence. Well, that's actually from Belarus, uh, Lukashenko. He showed a map on screen during a speech, I think, two days ago, where that showed invasion plans from Trenistra specifically, not Moldova. They could be contingency so, so, plans. How do you know those are uh, invasion plans? Those could be contingency plans in case uh, the events change. I, maybe <laughs> I, I have no clue. I mean, so so listen. Yeah, that, that seems to be that seems to be a development that we are either not aware of or don't have the intelligence to answer completely. You know, I'm not gonna be like a if if we test Putin and Putin turns out to be like a, a full blown raging sociopath and he continues on and does disgusting uh, things at a, at a grotesque level. Then I, you know, of course, I'm not gonna defend him or anything like that. But what we have to understand is that, and I thought this is where the question was going, um, right now, the, it's not just about Donetsk and Luhansk. Uh, Putin is asking for, he's not even asking for Zelensky to step down or his you know, government to step down. He's just, uh, Putin is just asking for demilitarization of Ukraine, which means removal of foreign weaponry. He's asking for no NATO membership ever, a guarantee of that. And he's also asking for, yes, the ending of the slaughtering of civilians in Donetsk and Luhansk. So those are what they're fighting That's over not right now. And it's a very for, restrained What else proposal. is he asking for? He also made requests to the United States and the European Union during the negotiations before the invasion that they uh, end nuclear guarantees for Eastern Europe and also pull troops out of Eastern Europe as well. That has is, nothing is, to do with the terms of a ceasefire and yes, peace uh, during, and withdrawing troops. Okay, that, that, that was prior was, to whatever happened. Yeah, that was that's prior, but it was that during. Nego- it was still okay, but it was still part of the negotiation. But I want to. But no, wait, he's not going to the negotiating table asking for that right now. I'm going to stop trying, James. That's for the Americans and Europeans. That's not for Zelensky. Saying he's not going to the negotiating table. Go ahead, Dylan. Okay, so the the first thing I want to say is they are actually Zelensky and the Russian government are actually negotiating right now. I think they just actually negotiated, thank goodness, like a humanitarian corridor. Hopefully, um, I don't know if that's going to be placed in places like Kyrgyzstan and Maripol. I hope it is soon. I don't know when that's going to be implemented. They are negotiating, but that that's ongoing negotiation process. I thought the question was broader about all the demands made of Putin's government up into this, but I did want to include that. I also do want to say that you said if he goes crazy, I would just say. Uh, the attack on the nuclear facility tonight, which caught it on fire, is something I would be extremely concerned about. Okay. You don't know considering I'll answer that. that. I'll answer that. So first of all, uh, I wasn't there... finished. Wait, okay, let's, okay, let's I... let's uh, cut both of you off. Lewis says, okay. question for Infrared and Hinkle. How exactly is the RT network not misinformation and propaganda if it is literally Russia today? Quote, sure. Because they said it confirmed. Because when, whenever we ask people for concrete instances... Government. Yeah, whenever we ask for concrete instances of misinformation of what we report from RT uh, and and uh, in our recent reports, we have get nothing. Nobody's ever able to come up with any actual instance in which they're lying. Destiny fucking soyed out and raged when he saw me fucking cover RT because they were covering the humanitarian situation where fifty thousand had to be evacuated from the Donbass, and he literally lost his shit and fucking uh, he started soying out and started crying a little bitch uh, because this was misinformation. He wasn't yeah, actually able to point out why it was misinformation or what lies so RT was telling. One, keep these questions coming. Yeah. Wait, can I ask you a question about that? Did um did Russia ever pull troops from Eastern Ukraine in accordance with the first Minsk agreement that you guys said that they were a party to? What are you talking about? Why why Destiny? <laughs> why should they adhere to the, any of the Minsk agreement if Ukraine is already coming out gotcha. and saying so Ukraine nobody, never so, no, Ukraine so, nobody, never so just to be clear, nobody ever adhered to the Minsk agreement. Nobody ever adhered to it. Nobody ever adhered to it. This is why they were a monument. These signatories to the most recent Minsk agreement. James, what's the next question? 
The signatures hey, 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 were between the Donetsk and Lugansk Republics in Ukraine. Russia wasn't even part of them. Second of all, as far as the Minsk agreements, the Ukrainian government has never displayed a willingness to implement them. Okay, turn that down. There's video evidence of you being shorter than me. Do you know No, there isn't. There literally isn't. Question for... Jackson Do you want to bet money on it? Okay, they said if the annexation of Crimea was justified, would the annexation of Texas and other territories justified during the Mexican-American War? The difference here is No, no, that this is in our favor. The U.S. annexed Texas in an even worse... They annexed uh, the Mexican territories in an even worse way. Texas first declared its independence and then joined uh, the U.S. in a similar way that Crimea declared independence and then joined Russia. Wait, were there international bodies claiming what you could or could not annex at the point when the United States was annexing territory in the Western U.S.? What do you mean international bodies claiming what you? Can when we say something annex? is allowed or not allowed, usually oh, it's oh because the West to... says it's not okay. Is that what you're saying? Because the West says you can't do it. When you're looking at things it. like the UN, you, like the Soviet, or I'm sorry, Russia's party to to these organizations as well. Like, what do you mean? You, okay. it's, it, you can't you can't say like did the United States do something like illegal? The in, UN you know, the is not the or the 1800s. All, the, be, the UN when, when is these, not when the these right. international bodies don't the even UN exist. Is, it doesn't make any UN sense. The UN is not the be all end all to the recognition Destiny, of sovereignty. Destiny, did it adhere to uh, international law when there was a coup against the democratically elected government before the Crimea referendum? Uh, I, I don't know what international law would have justified a Russian invasion. Can you fill me in on that? You know, I actually, I actually. You don't uh, have an answer for that. That's no, 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 right. no. Destiny, no, no. Destiny. Hey, 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 Let me finish here. Destiny, do you need pills for gynecomastia? Because I think you're right. Shut the fuck up. Gynecomastia, Steve. He has I'm actually not surprised. I'm actually not surprised that Destiny didn't know the answer to that question because, again, his debate partner earlier on claimed that there was a legal impeachment even though it didn't even meet the legal qualifications of the Ukrainian mm -hmm. Constitution. So I'm not very surprised. Destiny, would you would you oh, say no, that's your skinny fat? Would you say that's your fat wait, guy wait, who's guys, a little skinny? So many I, just, I got called a liar, though. If you call somebody a liar, I just, I just want to say that... Okay, Did they get three-quarters of the votes? Let me Let me respond here. I wanted to say something because Listen, there's video evidence well, of you having very wide hips. Respond if he was called a liar. I do want to give him a chance to respond. I think he's going to the bathroom. Dylan. All right. Well, this one coming in from Chris Morlock says Dylan and Destiny. Do you deny that 4,000 ethnic Russian civilians, 80% of civilian deaths, have been killed in the Donbass? I mean, I don't know if I'm saying this wrong. Why do we keep using this, Jackson? This is like the RT propaganda. Like, did you know that like 83% of civilian deaths have come from Eastern Ukraine? Yeah, the civil war is in Eastern Ukraine. It's not like there are going to be Western Ukrainians killed in Eastern Ukraine. No, I, don't said 80 I don't understand. I don't understand what the point. Russians. Yeah, but the, because the majority of the because Russians. the majority of some of these places ethnically Russian. That, that those so are the civilian deaths. Why is Ukraine attacking a place where the majority are resisting them? Because right now there is a civil war there that is being funded and supported by Russia. They're trying to establish sovereignty in their own borders. Okay, Jackson, go ahead. So Ukraine can commit genocide no, 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 then, right, not, Destiny? Jackson. That's a genocide? They're, they're targeting and trying can to I, erase the ethnicity of a certain group no, of people? No, on the, hold no. on, all right. More or less, yes, they're trying what to eliminate I, the Russians. I have a response Listen, to this. Destiny, Destiny. Hold on, Jackson, I promise I'll come right back to you. I know that, hold on, just bear with me, Jackson. I understand. It's. I just, He's barely gotten to talk, Dylan, James. Hold, this is ridiculous. All right, hold on. I promise Jackson will come back to you. But Dylan, I know that you said you wanted to address someone called. You I wanted. A liar. I wanted. Well, I wanted to. I, this is more important to me, actually. I would say I'd rather. I'm. I'm a dirty liar. 
But uh, Secretary General, I want to specifically, the Secretary General of the United Nations actually commented on the accusations of genocide by uh, the, the republics of Donetsk and Luhansk, and they said that there's no grounding to them. Listen, Sorry, can you repeat Jackson. that? And the UN is the be-all, end-all for I'm not saying it's the be-all. No, end-all. Russia wait, wait, should be, wait, wait, Russia should be the be-all, end-all. Can you repeat that? Dylan, the Secretary General of the United Nations made the, said that there is not a genocide in the Donbass. Okay, well, first of all, former I Prime Minister of Portugal. You're not first, hey, hey, let, let me finish. First Fucking of all, European I never co- made the claim. Second of all, uh, okay, that I was there was just, a genocide. Well, second I was talking about that earlier. No, somebody did. Hold was on, it you or Hans? I didn't say that. Second of all, hey, let me finish because Destiny made Destiny made an accusation earlier. He said, why do we keep uh, touting these RT propaganda lines that 81% of the people, uh, civilians rather, who are dying in the eastern Ukraine conflict um, are Russians that are ethnic Russians, whatever you said. That's not what I said. I said that 81% of the civilians are dying in rebel-held territory, and that's not from RT. That's what the United Nations said. So apparently you now are confused between RT and the United Nations official sources. I, I'm confused as to uh, just how serious you are about this debate. Wait, so Destiny do you res- only has narratives. He doesn't have no, any meat and potatoes. Steven. Go ahead, Steven. <laughs> was that, I'm sorry. The Leningrad leprechaun just threw me off. Can, can you repeat your question to me? Destiny, you want to start yeah. talking about body types? You have the most grotesque. Oh, okay, okay my question to you. Disgusting, skinny. That's <laughs> Sid from Destiny Ice Age. Was Destiny, my question to you was A. Destiny, consider. Just fucking mute him for a second. Why did, did you call it, why did you call it RT propaganda when these are United Nations figures, A, and B, why did you say that uh, everyone here is ethnically Russian when they're, you're in the Donbass, when I said that these are people who are dying in rebel-held territories, <laughs> which is distinct from the opposite side of the gray zone? What, wait, what was the first thing said by you? Beta male Bono, it looks like Sid from Ice Age. That's, you know, he, he has fuck. Okay. He's got gyno. <laughs> he literally has gyno. No, all right. Jackson said something. Uh, go ahead, Jackson. I, the Soviet shorty over here is just destroying my ability to hear anything. Be- you- Beta Bell Bono, who is literally <laughs> fucking built like fucking Sid from Ice Age, just a long torso. Who isn't? Okay, good. Let's go to Jackson. He's talking about other. No. He's, he's talking about other people's opinion. The next question. Beta Mel Bono looked like an overgrown with a beard. Says, Dylan and Destiny. We got that I couldn't even hear it. The Russian runt was screaming so much, I couldn't even fucking respond to his question. Was there a claim that the UN has said that there is an ongoing genocide in Donbass? Is that- no, you fucking no, the opposite. You said it was RT propaganda that 81% of the people died on rebel No, uh, I didn't say land. that the claim itself is propaganda. I'm just saying that repeating you that- did. Like You I said, said it was RT propaganda talking points. I can tell you, yes, talking points. Talking points. What I'm saying is that- No, that's what you said. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you what I said, or are you just going to keep screaming? I can't like you're like your friend over here. The, 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 the question is why we shouldn't be surprised to see the majority of people dying in, an, in a Russian ethnic majority area are going to be ethnically Russian. That's not surprising. No, Listen, that's people, not people fight for that's not Haas, Haas, Haas. That's not what I said. I said they're dying in rebel held territory, the 81% are. Not that they're all ethnically Russian. What, what is the percentage of ethnically Russian? Double D Destiny. Double D Destiny. Right. Hey, Moscow Munchen, quiet. Destiny. Can you answer hey, that double, question? Destiny. Destiny. Can you, can you, can you, can you that there are two warring factions? There's a rebel-held territory 
And then there are the Ukrainian military and volunteer militaries warring on the other side. What I'm saying and what the United Nations is saying is that 81.4% of the civilians killed over the last three years, we don't have all the numbers, but over the last three years, died in rebel-held territory. Go ahead, Destiny. Or and, and what bitch tits Bono doesn't understand oh, is that people are in their sovereignty. I want to hear, hear, hear his answer. Just like I, a man... His wife and big sure Pause. I want to hear uh, wife, I, I can't. The men, tiny tanky you know? is too much for me. I just can't hear anything. Yeah, yeah. Bitch tits Bono does. And the people want to defend their land. Just like a man wants to defend his wife from not. Let's talk about Steven's body later. Dank Prolsa, does Haas think we don't realize that whenever he is getting owned on a. Okay, never mind. Sorry about that. Okay, you're a beta male and you think getting owned is from a fucking 32 year old StarCraft player. Who literally has nothing going right, fucking going go for him in life? Yeah, yeah. Says, a fucking thirty-two-year-old grown man StarCraft player with fucking Gynaco Mastia. Okay, this one from Rihan says, "Does yelling at Max literally built like an eleven-year-old child?" Hold on, Haas, come on. Hold on to that comment. This one coming in from Irvin says, "Yeah, Irvin Lockman says Russia has the worst human trafficking problem of any country on Earth. Are Haas and Jackson pro-child sex trafficking?" Uh oh. Are Destiny and uh, Dylan Burns pro lowering the age of consent to 16? Because As Destiny's friend, Mr. Girl, <laughs> Destiny has a pedophile community. All right, let's go to the next one. Louis Romero he defends the pedophile this one, girl uh, with Art King. Uh, he wants to de-pro-rush pedophiles. With, quote, Russian genes. Pedo really? DGG. No. Go ahead, Literal pedo fuck. heard that. Nobody heard, heard it. Nobody heard it. They it's said, impossible. Jackson, do you <laughs> Jackson, do you believe in chemical weapons designed to only target people with quote unquote Russian genes? Really? That's what they say. When did it's I say that? It's completely irrelevant and immaterial to the here because okay, even if so Jackson I don't really think they even that. said you said Jackson never <laughs> Just asking, Jackson just never asking made, them the question. If he I, I think I think even uh, Destiny and Dylan would uh, would admit that I never said that in the debate. And though they don't probably watch my streams, I can tell you I've never said that in my life. No, I, do I you don't disavow when Haas said it. Then well, do you disavow well, we'll the Kremlin Gremlin? He doesn't have to disavow it. He just disavow. isn't making the affirmative claim. You, you fucking disavow. bitch, tits, Bono, you little fucking no, bitch. No. You fucking bitch. Well, can I can I ask him then? Do you find the claim believable? You fucking. <laughs> Okay. It's his wife. I think. I other men. I think. I I can't hear You're you. I can't. I'm sorry. Here's what I, I want to know if you support the How can I statement. <laughs> Exhausting. I think. How, how can I insult no. a old his child? Ahead, I'm sorry you're so weighted down this debate, Jackson. I'm so sorry. I think that there are uh, <laughs> China and Russia. At, uh, mm -hmm. The United Nations have both expressed their concerns over uh, chemical chemical labs um, in Ukraine that get U.S. funding. Um, there's several of them, but we don't really know what's going on there. And I think it would be uh, I, I don't think we can jump to conclusions as to what's happening there, except for what Russia and China have both said when they've expressed their concerns. It's it's destiny. Do appreciate your question. Cedar Sky is a little says, what? 32 old. <laughs> says, 32. Hold on. And Just let's... so the audience knows what's happening, James is right click muting him, and Haas is spam right click unmuting so that he can keep screaming into the microphone. <laughs> this one goes. Listen, from... Jesse, no, no. you can't hide. You can't hide. No, of knowing. Okay. You 
It is the like pain of knowing no, men are <laughs> with you can't pain with your <laughs> we are in because inbred red. We need you to shut the fuck up so you can finish the Q and A, dude. No, you're in pain, Destiny. This is coming in from. Okay, this is a thank you. So it's been. So Bro, you long. called me the StarCraft trooper here, but you got like 400 APM smashing the fucking unbeam on your fucking. Mouth. You can't oh, hide the pain. Stop. This is we tremendous. Take a fucking RSI, this dude. One, you gotta slow down. This one coming in from. <laughs> Cedar says, "Why are what are the panelists' thoughts on quote third? Is this a? I hope this isn't a troll. On third whole theory? No, that's okay. Never mind. De Destiny, Chris laugh Warlock through the pain. Laugh through the pain of knowing this one going for Chris Cog Warlock. Wait, was that three whole <laughs> theory? Wait, what did <laughs> that have to do with? Laugh through the pain, Destiny. Go ahead, laugh. No, no, the three holes. It refers to the tri tripolar vacuum yeah, uh, yeah, left yeah. behind by this the three nuclear Destiny, powers. Destiny. The United Kingdom, you're, the United Destiny, States. You're fucking, you're nothing <laughs> but a fucking <laughs> block no You have no fucking True. substance. No meat and potatoes. You hide behind your left. I can see the pain hey, wait, in your wait, eyes, Bono. I can see the pain in your eyes. Just like, can I just say, you know who else doesn't have meat and potatoes? Your child. You know who else? You know who? Oh. But he's not like, like you. You know who else doesn't have meat and potatoes? The Russian soldiers in Ukraine right now. Man, that's a lot of food shortage. Yeah, huh? that's fake. Fake news, Move it. Okay. Move it. Okay. Like just a Single, so breath. Okay. I can't hear anything. They don't have poop. poop. This one coming in from. Show any poop. Oh, come on, Oz. How do you have so much energy? <laughs> I like stand. Show any does... poop. Show the poop. Says uh, Stan says, does Haas still think the Donbass region is in the north of Ukraine? I never fucking said that in the first place. Shut the fuck up, fucking DGG pedos. Okay, this one coming in from Constantine. Why does the East European countries? Why do the East European countries beg to be a part of NATO every time the Russians start shelling a foreign city? It's almost as if Russian aggression is driving countries to join NATO. It's almost, it's almost as, as if those if countries are called by far-right nationalists. Go ahead. It's almost as if every single time the West leads a coup or regime change operations in a central or eastern European country, uh, they make great strides either in, you know, one of the four, uh, you know, main steps in joining NATO uh, when they have this coup government in place. Have you ever noticed that? I just want to say we didn't establish that it was a U.S.-led coup. We certainly didn't establish that. And we I more than like we more than established so that just, with five they, billion. Just for the record, established Ukraine, it five so billion. Just for the just for the record, Ukraine wasn't going to join NATO until the Crimean invasion happened. What? That That's not the true. What? Oh, you want to debate about that? We have evidence. The prime minister, the prime minister, literally said. Bono, we have evidence to the contrary. Literally, we have evidence to the contrary. Wait, 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 Destiny, Destiny. Do you know the four steps to join NATO for, for being, being given Please. the green light by Destiny, NATO to Destiny, join Destiny, is not Destiny, them having an intention Destiny, of joining? Destiny, wait, evidence. I'm curious. Huz, 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 wait, I'm curious. I want to hear Destiny's thoughts on this. Got to pull uh, back. First of all, do you know the four steps in joining NATO and how many of those steps Ukraine has achieved? And also, do you know what uh, NATO, uh, what NATO said about uh, Ukraine membership? Um, at the 2008 Bucharest before the Crimean referendum. I don't care if they were given the green line in 2008. Yatsenyuk <laughs> literally said, you just said, literally they said, giving the green light, but they didn't have an intent. Let him finish. After the coup, 
The prime minister literally said that there were no plans on the table to join NATO. He literally said that. That was his stated position. He literally position. said that. He literally that said position. That changed. That changed once Russia invaded and annexed illegally the Crimean Peninsula. And that's why, and the other statements that countries have made about joining NATO have also changed as Russia has increased its aggression. That's why countries like Finland and Sweden are considering joining NATO, which, given what Russia is doing, seems to be pretty fair. Yeah, because Russia's going right, to. Shut no, the I'll fuck up. Right. I'll respond to that. I'll respond to that. First of all, in 2008 at the Bucharest summit, NATO declared that Ukraine could become a, uh, a member state of NATO upon further deliberations and accession talks. Um, but what I do want to say is you said that after the 2014 coup, they had no intent to join NATO. In 2017, the Ukrainian parliament adopted legislation reinstating membership in NATO as a strategic foreign and security policy. What happened between 2014 and 2017? Why would they want to join NATO in 2017? In 2019, a corresponding Why would they want to join NATO in 2017? Why would they want to join NATO in 2019? You sound like a little bitch. Okay. You've always sounded... No, no, wait. What? Yeah, what? Why would they want to That's join NATO in 2017 and in 2019? What happened? And what Jackson? happened? What happened after 2014 in Eastern Ukraine? We could go there too. No, let's go exactly to what yeah, I said. No, do you deny? How many do you deny that the do you deny that the prime minister literally said that they what were not at the seeking trade union hall massacre? They were not. Okay, yeah, pivot, pivot, pivot. Okay. Just You're the one pivoting. Ahead, I'm not pivoting. I made what, it very Destiny, what was Maidan about? Just what was the fucking Maidan about? They wanted to fucking join NATO, you dumb fuck. That was before right, any fucking crime. No, it wasn't about joining no, NATO. It was about, about, it was about the EU and NATO as a no, whole. They wanted no, to the turn. EU, it was an no, anti-Russian no, fucking movement. It wasn't. They no, it had wasn't. every intention no, to join NATO no, by then. It was not about joining NATO. It was about European Union trade deals. It was about joining the West in general. Can you mute the Holodomor Hobbit again, please? It was about It was about that. There's two it's things I want to... Dead beat Brestini. I want to keep at the... <clears throat> James, I'm trying so hard, man. Laugh, please. You're Laugh through the pain. <laughs> Destiny. Hey, hey James. Wait, it Destiny was funny. Wait, no. Destiny or Dylan. No, Dylan. But I never Dylan. have to say. Dylan. Dylan. Wait, 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 wait. No, you don't need to insult me, but you don't need to insult me. Why don't you fucking tell me why? You don't want me to... I can't, okay, so there's two you, things you I want to You don't him when he insults oh. me. I'm going to go for a fucking beat. I'm not, well, I'm not insulting you right now. I'm trying hiding to say something. I'm trying to, I just want to say something. If we were insulting you, okay, Vladimir the Virgin, we'd be asking you about three whole theories. I'm not high enough for this. Go ahead, Dylan. I could. Okay, so I would like to say that. So the Euromaidan protests was was um, uh, it started because Yanukovych pulled out of e uh, negotiations to join the EU, and then once the protest movement started, then it expanded to like anti-corruption and a lot of other issues as well. And there were people on the ground, not all of them. It, the the Euromaidan protests were extremely diverse, but some of them did want to join NATO. But that doesn't mean it started because of that. It, it started once uh, Yanukovych pulled out of EU negotiations. And the second thing I wanted to bring up about NATO was that after the Russian invasion, the regime change war there uh, they started in ukraine uh now uh finland the first time in human history the majority of finnish people want to join nato uh putin has gifted nato something he has gifted them uh legitimacy in the modern age where there was tons of people like the Finns. he's like i don't know about joining this NATO why does it thing. even exist now why then they're gonna put nukes in venezuela good luck with that <laughs> russia's gonna put nukes in venezuela good luck with it what is that yeah you, you expand you nato to, to finland 
Then Russia's going to make military packs with Cuba and I Venezuela say, all over the fucking world against I the U.S. empire. Say, Good luck with that. Russia can't even I get wait, its four-wheel trucks into fucking eastern Ukraine. I don't think we have... Oh, really? Really? Where's the evidence for that? Do you have any evidence for that? There's no fucking proof of that there's a logistical disaster. It's all fucking made up on Twitter, AstroTurf, fake news. They've debunked it on my stream several fucking times. It's not fucking true. Hey, Destiny, I know you love having your mouth open because you like soaring out. Of tire, we I could send you photos of tire. Keep rock opening rock. your mouth, me. So, soy my. Can we so, mute this redditor's microphone? Keep Jesus, Haz, I'm okay. gonna ask if you want. I could send you pictures of tire rot amongst. Keep the keep waiting. Okay. Pictures of what? Tire rot. You know when rot when if you don't do proper maintenance on trucks, the tires will rot out, and that's yeah, a huge Show issue. Show us the proof. Show us okay. the widespread can, logistical disaster. Well, I'm not saying logistics. I'm talking about tire rot right now. Logistics is another issue. Show us the widespread tire rot. The widespread tire. I can give you yes. examples of tire rot, but until we find out and do a proper investigation, we're not going to have. Oh, there's because you don't know shit. The because there's oh, no, no fucking no, no. You're, you're not listening. Forward. If any of these truck, if any of the vehicles invading Ukraine is experiencing tire rot, that means proper maintenance was not done on those vehicles. If Meaning any that, of them, if, yes, if any of them, because so you, it could be, when you talk one, about it could be when it no, when you do maintenance on two, these vehicles, you don't do it like one out of you do maintenance like you like you circle maintenance. If so there's if a mistake. Okay, I'm, if I'm there's not, a mess, one or two, I'm not, I'm not, I give up. James, why are you muting me? I mean, sorry, not Jack. Because you never give me a chance to say anything. Well, you let Dylan and Destiny okay. talk this whole fucking time, and I didn't get to say shit. He's the, he's, he's the Moscow. He's the Moscow. He's the Moscow. over here. That doesn't fucking mean anything. Well, okay. Want to say thanks, folks, so much You're for tuning in. You're a fucking biased moderator, James. You're a biased fucking moderator. You have been He keeps fucking uh, insulting me, talking nonstop. over me. You didn't mute him once. You didn't you, mute this little you, fucking gnome once. He did mute me. You didn't mute the gnome destiny once. He muted me multiple times. Yeah, I was muted. No, Wait, you can we Can we actually prove, James? Not, not once. Not James, James, real talk. Can you prove right now that you haven't received any of that $5 billion that was marked to Ukraine? Are you part of the anti Hey, passive-aggressive joke, only bitch-ass fucking pedo nerds find funny. Shut the fuck up, little bitch. Nobody fucking has your sense of humor except pedos like Mr. Girl. Nobody shares your fucking passive-aggressive, fast-talking, mumbling, stumbling sense of fucking Starcraft to me, little bitch. You fucking laughing, Destiny, passive-aggressive little bitch. Destiny, let me air your dirty laundry, Destiny, because I found out a lot of things about you, Destiny. Let me air your dirty Laundry, please do it, please. Yeah, let me hear your dirty laundry, Destiny, you motherfucker. Want to say, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Our guests are linked in the description, and want to say thank you so much for all of your super chats. We've raised hundreds of dollars tonight for World Worldwide Orphans, which is the charity watchdog evaluation. Is bitch kids, Bono. Bitch kids, Bono. Dead big dad, Destiny. Dead big dad, Destiny. Are you gonna let Ivan the Encel over here make fun of me like this, James? Destiny, oh, oh, Destiny, you literally let your wife get <laughs> sleep with other men. You, you're fucking living insults. You're a 32-year-old cuck, and you're talking about incels? You're talking about incels when you're a literal cuck? Destiny, you failed. Okay, want to say thanks, everybody. Destiny, the girls you failed to get with talk to me, little bitch. Please give me some names, dude. Keep something all the reasonable from the The list is too long. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you in the next debate. Take care, everybody. And thanks so much for your donation. There's no bonus round. <laughs> we'll put the receipt on the social tab and the YouTube social community tab. Want to say thanks so much. And that's something that 
No matter where we stand on the war, that's something we all agree on, is it's a good cause helping out orphans around the world. And so, again, we'll share that donation receipt on the YouTube social page. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.